0: everyone, this is Kuya Chris. Welcome back to the Filipino Garage. I hope you're doing well during this quarantine season. I hope your health is good, your family is doing well, and I hope you're practicing the right behaviors of social distancing, hygiene, and connecting with folks. Checking in with folks, making sure they okay. Use your FaceTime, Messenger, Zoom, all that. Check in with your loved ones. This episode is with Rich Bustos. He is a software engineer at LinkedIn and he got in there when he was around 20 years old because of a program called Year Up, which connects underrepresented youth with positions in tech companies. And he was eventually hired on as a full time software engineer at the age of 20, even if he didn't even really know how to code. But the folks at the company saw his hustle, his grind, his commitment and passion. So great story there. We also talk about meditation and minimalism, how that helped him with his anxiety, panic attacks, and also the history of investing in his family with his dad, even though he's a parking attendant, Being able to teach his kid about stocks and talk to him about that, expose to him about that and how that has driven Rich to be passionate about investing but also financial education for other folks so that they also can make better financial decisions and not spend so much. That connects back with that whole minimalism thing that he's into. Just note, though, that there's around 30 seconds of bad audio around four minutes into the conversation, but it gets resolved quickly, and the audio is perfect for the rest of the episode. So, great podcast. We talk a little bit about jujitsu. jitsu We also have the homie Kevin Reber on as well, since they were hanging out. The brother, Kev, has been on the pokey run boy challenge podcast and just a great overall hang and story by rich bustos hope you all enjoy boom welcome thank you to thank the you garage we have rich bustos and kevin reber here
1: what's
0: up what's up um Represent.
2: two homies how do you two know each other high school, high school. yeah high wrestling. school south city
1: yeah Okay. Oh yeah. no no no! I, w- I went to El Camino. Yeah,
2: yeah yeah yeah. So I went to El Camino too, and then um, we were both on the wrestling team, and that's just how yeah we knew each other. Yeah. Oh, you wrestled too. Rich. I
1: wrestled too. Yeah oh. yeah. And then we both do jujitsu, and then it just k- kind of recently we started hanging out a lot more since we both do like videography stuff. And uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. And now he's uh, Kevin's trying to become a software engineer. So I'm trying to help him out with that as and well. And
0: you are a software engineer. Yes, I'm a
1: software engineer at LinkedIn.
0: Uh, yeah. Because if I remember right, you did Year Up. I did, did Year Up. Yeah, did yeah year I did Year, up. year cool. up
1: in 2013. I got my internship there. But I was doing IT work. But during my internship, I actually, like I got to know some software engineers and I started get to hang out. I was hanging out with them and they kind of taught me software engineering on the side. And at the end of my internship, um, without doing any interviews, they decided to hire me, which was pretty crazy. As a software engineer. As a software engineer, but I didn't know anything about coding.
3: So it
0: it was, yeah, it was pretty crazy. So, uh, but you learned like on the job? I learned on the job. Damn.
1: I want to say like three months into the job. Like I didn't even know what I was doing really and, uh, yeah my manager knew <laughs> yeah it's it's a pretty crazy story at I like- linkedin at linkedin oh. yeah they just really like my demeanor um i was going into the office super early just learning how to code and um the director of web development or engineering saw that i was there every morning at 6 a.m learning how to code and at the end of my internship he just decided to hire
0: me dope and, uh, yeah, yeah i've been that- there for seven years Damn um, Because you also have a podcast I have a a lot of things You have a lot of things going on Yeah But then I think I was listening to One of the episodes And you were talking about How you were at LinkedIn Mm -hmm. Then you went to like a small startup Yes And then you went back to LinkedIn
1: Yeah So there's a term that um, In the Silicon Valley Called boomerang Uh Where you leave the company You kind of do your own thing Or like join another company To see how it is And then you come back to the company Uh So essentially that's what I did Um March of 2019 I left to go to a company called Keep Truckin and uh, over there I was doing ELD software which is uh, electronic logging devices so I would write software for that and after about 10 months to a year I decided to come back to LinkedIn and I've been there ever since yeah
0: wow. why'd you be- go back to the big to the big uh, corporation you know, I, I recently let's just got- move this real quick just the- so that
3: there it's Right here it sound a little bit, sound,
1: sound yeah, a little bit yeah,
0: better? Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, So the, the camera can get your, oh, your yeah, noggin sure. too
1: My noggin Alright let's do it Um, Let's see Your question was Why did I come back yeah, to Yeah why did you go back
0: to LinkedIn um, From the small I got startup. married
1: <laughs> In August Oh uh, Yeah yeah Congratulations yeah, thank you. Yeah, nice. thank How old you. are you? I'm 20 Shoot I'm about to be 28 this year So I'm 27 oh, right now Oh okay
0: Oh I'm older than you Yeah I'm older than you <laughs> You're, you're crazy, 99 too I'm You're 92. Okay, cool, yeah, cool. 92, 92. So 92. you got married when you were 27, just last I, year.
1: Yeah, I got married when I was 27, um, and the, the whole startup scene is like, it wasn't for me. I mean, I loved it. I was learning a whole lot, but you know, I do miss the 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 free time I had. Like Kevin knows, I I love you know creating YouTube videos. I love creating podcasts. Um, I like to do like finance. I like to invest. So a lot of my time was going to that startup. So I wanted to come back to a bigger company to, you know, to have more free time. But not to say that LinkedIn is giving me all the free time I want. It's just, it's a little bit um, less time consuming than being at a startup.
0: Mm, yeah. Mm. And then at LinkedIn right now, you're still, you're doing your software. Yeah, I'm still a software engineer. Engineering. Yeah, oh, yeah. So how was that transition to like learn everything? Like on the uh, job, you were learning all the yeah. languages yeah. to like program in? And so all?
1: I'm considered a, a front-end engineer. Uh, front end is pretty much everything that you see on the screen, yeah. Um, such as like when you go on Facebook, all the f- front end stuff. So uh, I a lot of the languages that I write in is HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. And to be honest, like the first year, like, dude, I would, I would come to work, I'd learn. On the job, and then after I was done, I would take these classes on Team Treehouse. If you don't know what Team Treehouse is, it's pretty much like an online... uh, You wouldn't
2: consider it a bootcamp, right? It's more Um, just like an
1: online tutorial.
2: Yeah, it's self-paced. Now they Mm -hmm. do have these things called tech degrees, which are kind of like bootcamps, but Mm -hmm. it's also self-paced. Yeah, yeah, it's an online learning platform, Mm -hmm. um, all based on like technology and uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, the whole tech scene.
1: Yeah, so I was building projects at LinkedIn and also taking classes on Team Treehouse. And to be honest, like I still didn't know much until maybe it was like a year, a year and a half into the job where I started like picking up things and kind of knowing what to do. Um, and, but, you know, still to, to this day, I still like face like, oh, I'm not good enough or uh, what's that term that people thought? Yeah, yeah, imposter syndrome. syndrome yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, I still face that today and I've been an engineer for seven years already
3: mm.
1: going to almost eight Damn. yeah yeah but i mean it's a it's, it's i mean i love it uh as of right now i'm helping kevin with uh him transitioning to uh, software engineering
3: mentor and yes yeah, <laughs>
1: so, i mean like yeah i think this is kind of what's helping me with fighting imposter syndrome since you know helping kevin with with coding and making myself worth like oh i could really i could really do this uh. since i understand it because
0: kevin's doing like this whole industry change yeah dude went yeah. to school for architecture worked mm-hmm. right as an architect uh, designer in an architectural firm mm-hmm. and then now you're doing this whole you did a boot camp uh, or yeah. you were doing a self-paced like on your own
2: study yeah right? so i was using a bunch of um online learning platforms that were all self-paced But um, eventually I got to a point where I was like, okay, what's the next step? And I decided to enroll in a springboard. It's also um, an online bootcamp, but it's a lot more rigorous. And that just started in January. So it's been about a month. Um, But yeah, what I really liked about you know being in that environment is having the sense of community because that's what kind of keeps you on track and you know it's one thing to just watch a video but like actually talk about it and what you learned it helps like you know retain like information Mm -hmm. and yeah
1: yeah i think that's what helped me too like me helping you or like teaching you helps me retain Uh like the stuff that i know yeah that's how that's like that's
0: what they say about, why, right? Like, if you want to master something, like, teach it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, like, learn. Because uh, you kind of uh, cement the lessons mm-hmm. when you're, like, explaining it to other people. That's why when I started going to the kids' jujitsu class, I realized, damn, I don't know shit, yo. <laughs> <laughs> like, to explain things? I was like, oh, my God. This is yeah. taking forever for me to yeah. explain little concepts. <laughs> I didn't realize that I haven't, I hadn't, like... Enunciated Or like Said it out loud mm-hmm. In a way Before It was just like Doing things mm-hmm. uh, Naturally Or like What I've done Just by yeah. habit Right Cause usually You're just listening Listening <laughs> Listening yeah, In classes yeah. And then once Now you're on the other end mm-hmm. And teaching it you realize where, what you actually know mm-hmm. and where you lack knowledge yeah. in, right? Yeah,
1: I think they they say like if you can't explain it in like layman's term, you don't know it well uh, or something like that. Uh, yeah, uh, uh. yeah. Like I'm I'm still having trouble with like all the like easy terms and stuff. Uh.
0: Yeah, and but you're helping Kev right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh. I mean,
1: somewhat. Like um. Like we just had a session. So is he going
0: to get 10% of your...
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I actually referred him.
1: So if he gets the job, I get a little referral bonus. Oh, you um, get a referral bonus too? Man, I'm hoping Kevin gets the job. Oh, damn. That's cool that they do that. If you
0: refer someone and then they get in, you get a little bonus.
1: Yeah. I mean, because the the industry is so so, um, competitive, right? So they're just trying to attract talent
0: it is crazy uh to think about the tech industry Mm -hmm. here in the bay right but could you give me a little um perspective on your side because you came throughout through year up which Mm -hmm. is specifically a program that targets like communities of color or Mm -hmm. underserved underrepresented folks and gets them into
2: like the tech Tech, world yeah yeah i mean
1: yeah man it's You know, growing up, I didn't know much about the tech industry until I went into Europe. Mm. Like, the whole Silicon Valley thing. Like, I never really heard about that. Mm. Um, You know, going to high school... After high school, I I want to be a firefighter and I also want to be in the Air Force. I had like all these like connotation of what I want to be when when I uh, grow up. But like being in tech was something I never really thought of. Pause real quick. Yeah. You were born here. I was born in Daly City. I still live in, in the same Daly house. City. I was, I was uh, you were born, born Seaton. scene Hospital. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Rest and in the, peace, seen.
3: Yeah. And
0: then you went to El Camino High. Yes, I went to
3: El okay. Camino High School. And
0: then did you go straight? From high school to Europe? No, actually, I went
1: to Skyline Community College. I oh, okay, actually cool. wrestled at Skyline. Oh, you for, wrestled for, at Skyline. Yeah, yeah okay. for, for a year.
0: Oh, then just come through to FTCC, bro. Yeah, that's I where do. all the I
1: Skyline got, what I tell wrestlers them. go through. I went <laughs> there for a bit, but dude... I. Like oh man, I hope uh, Darren isn't listening. But like, I hate the parking over there. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's good on the open mat days.
0: Sundays uh, they're good actually. Mm, okay. Um, but okay. yeah, during the nighttime and all that is bad.
1: Yeah, but uh, no, I I train at uh Lannis Day, which is in Mountain View, which is right next uh, to LinkedIn. Uh. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, so yeah, so yeah you there. did Skyline, and then how oh, did you Skyline. transition to the whole year? So I, you before? know, I
1: was a little lost. Um, I think like a lot of people right off right out. Of high school They kind of Don't know what to do So I went to Skyline Because as you know I saw most of my friends Go to like these You know Four year colleges And so I went to Skyline Just to you know Kill time I was wrestling And uh On my way to work I was at the time I was working at Radio Shack And uh Not Jamba Juice Surf City At Ceremony. Mm -hmm. And um On my way to work I actually heard an ad On the radio And the catchphrase Was like Get paid to go to school and that kind of caught my attention oh. and, and it was year up so going through the europe program you actually get paid to take these classes which is uh classes in uh informational technology which short for uh long for it oh. so when i went to orientation one of the things that they showed like on the screen was like you the people who came out of this program work at google who work at facebook and on the video it had like these students eating free food and I was like oh okay this is I definitely have to try to get into this into this program Dude. so I went through the um, I went through orientation and then I wanted to apply and like the the application was super rigorous you go through like six different interviews um, and they you know check background checks and your' the household incomes need to re, it, sh- it shouldn't surpass a, a certain certain amount. A certain amount and luckily like my my parents you know, I, I love them to death, but you, they don't really work prestigious jobs. My dad is a parking attendant, and my mom is a um, like an office office manager. So I met the criteria of getting into the program. Um, so I got in for six months. They teach you about IT. You take these classes, and the following six months, you're put into an internship. Mm. And luckily, I got my internship at LinkedIn. Mm. And at LinkedIn, I was a I think the role was called. Uh, Telecom engineer And pretty much It was It was a nicer way Of saying You fix Cell phones So As an IT person I was fixing Employees' cell phones And you know Throughout that six months I kind of felt like You know I could do a lot more than what i was doing so um during my internship i met uh software engineers i told them that i was th- i was in the year-up program and you know i'm only here for six months but i want to learn software engineering and i met an engineer who would give her time to teach me software engineering stuff and i was hanging out with her almost every single day and she introduced me to more engineers And through that, it got so big that the director of engineering actually knew about me. He knew that I was this kid that was learning how to become a software engineer. And at the end of my internship, he just wanted to hire me. He saw like I had a lot of potential, even though like, I mean, I didn't have a like a a proper interview, but I would talk about engineering to him, and like he saw that I was like super enthusiastic about it, and he just decided to hire me after six months, full time position, damn. salary. Um, and keep in mind, like I didn't know anything. Like I, I was, <laughs> I, was te- I, I was taught all these stuff, but like if he told me to build a web page, I wouldn't know how to do it. Oh yeah, damn, it was crazy. Yeah. And how old were you? Like twenty? I was twenty. Yeah, I was in the year program. I was nineteen, and then I got hired when I was twenty. So I was the youngest engineer at the whole company, and yeah. who didn't know
0: how to. <laughs> <laughs> who didn't know how to do
1: anything. Who didn't know how to do anything. Yeah. So how did you eventually get up to speed? I mean, like, like I mentioned, like I think the first year and a half I was I was struggling, but um, they gave me projects that weren't too hard. Like they wouldn't give me a project that like a senior engineer was doing. Like for example, I think my first project was. Um, creating a really static page. Like and with engineering, you you make all these API calls which you know talks to a back end. Kevin knows all about this stuff now. But for me, (laughs) so some of the projects was like I didn't have to talk to an API. I would just pretty much just write HTML and CSS. And that was kind of like the building blocks. And as soon as I was done with the project, they would give me something slightly more difficult. After that, something a little bit more slightly difficult and then after that it would just keep on continuing and uh, it got me to a spot where I was really comfortable with writing code and that wasn't until like maybe a year and a half in Mm. Do you think they
0: wanted to specifically invest in you for a certain reason? Why do you think?
1: Yeah I think um, I mean I was I would like to say that I was a hard worker I was showing up at LinkedIn at like 6.30am almost every single day when I didn't have to I wasn't getting paid to to be there at six thirty and me learning how to do software engineering stuff, I wasn't getting paid overtime to do that. I like I was still doing my internship job, which was like fixing cell phones, but I would spend the time even before that to learn software engineering stuff. And I think they just really saw that like if if this kid is putting that much effort into doing something that he's not even getting paid for, mm. like why like what would happen if we actually started paying him to do this So I, I would like to think that, that that was like Their thought process But I mean Ultimately I, I honestly Don't know
0: why, why do you have That work ethic Where do you get that from
1: um, I mean I think There are a lot of things that Wrestling for, for yeah, sure wrestling. yeah so like like Kevin knows like I was really even though I wasn't the greatest wrestler I loved wrestling what uh, weight class me? I was 152 and I'm like pushing like 170 right now <laughs> yeah doesn't look like it uh, no yeah no this is definitely this is yeah I'm pretty pretty heavy Christian but, how much you weigh 165
3: <laughs> <I'm> um, <laughs> well in, in Jiu
1: Jitsu I compete at 168 oh, so, like, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay um but so I think wrestling like I was really big into wrestling um that was i think that was the only reason why my grade was okay in high school i was like a c average um so as work ethic goes that plays into one was wrestling and also like i felt after high school i felt a little embarrassed because all my friends got to go to these four-year university mm, um mm. i kind of wanted to prove prove myself Mm. it was it was crazy because there was one time like this is my best friend and i was actually one of his um What's that thing called during weddings groomsmen? Oh, groomsmen. Best no best not best man groomsmen okay. um so i was his, i was actually one of his groomsmen and uh when i told him that i wanted to get into computer science the first thing he said is like dude that might be a little too hard for you Dang. and that kind of that that kind of took me back <laughs> and um uh, luck this was before i found out about the year up program
0: uh, oh yeah uh, young groomsmen
1: no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. So he told me that oh, before before, okay, before okay, I went okay. to Europe. No, he okay, got okay. married last year. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. But oh, so you are also friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're still best friends. Yeah, we're still best <laughs> friends. But um, yeah, so he said that to me. So I always had this, you know, mindset. You know, I was at Skyline Community College. All my friends were at these four-year university. I just really wanted to prove myself. And once I got that opportunity, it was like it was it was time for me to just go. Heads in uh, yeah, and that's kind of uh, like where the mentality comes from
0: um uh, there's another dude that I knew from um uh, Skyline mm-hmm. And then I don't see him For a few years And I see him at Phil's And he was like Oh I'm starting A year program And then mm-hmm. like A year later I see him at Phil's again <laughs> <laughs> and he was
3: like Oh I'm on Facebook now I was like Cool That's uh, dope Oh he, he
1: He works at Phil's Facebook? No, No 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 okay, he, I
0: just saw him Oh but okay, okay Yeah he now works At Facebook But oh, he just went I, Through I, I,
3: mean, I thought oh, he was you still here no, no,
0: no, 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 no. <laughs> we just yeah. see each other uh, at yeah, ad yeah. Phil's. Oh, okay. For some reason That's like <laughs> yeah. the spot And then Yeah Just to see him from Same thing mm-hmm. Skyline Then year up actually yeah. And then now he's a Facebook uh, I don't know the specific job But still That's a good trajectory Yeah From there right Now that you're You've been in it right what do you see within the tech industry in terms of the mission of Europe? Mm-hmm. like their goal right mm-hmm. was to bring more uh say underrepresented yeah. folks yeah. into the tech industry youth. right and mm-hmm. one of the criticisms of, of the tech industry mm-hmm. is that it's not quote unquote that diverse, diverse yeah right uh, yeah. what do you see from within yeah so right? i th-
1: the biggest goal for europe is closing the the opportunity gap. So this is, you know, having students who don't have the the resources to get into, you know, companies like Facebook, LinkedIn, um, you know, companies like that. So what they're trying to do is show these companies that these students do have what it takes to be in these companies. Like for the longest time before you know Europe was even introduced I man I had like co-workers who went to Stanford who went to Berkeley uh shout out to Berkeley because I know you guys both Yee. went to Berkeley <laughs> yeah and uh you know like I was working next to these these people and there was still there's still something like part of me was like man like do I deserve being here uh-huh. and I think what Europe is trying to do is trying to 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 remove that connotation mm. um, And that's kind of like what I'm seeing uh, What Europe is doing And uh, yeah Do you see
0: a lot of it? A lot of the change up? Like, <laughs> oh yeah uh, um, the, the, Where it's not just the elite yeah. Like recently? Well you know what? it's
1: That's hard to say Because a lot of the people that I see who, who maybe didn't have that resource Is there because of programs like Europe But you know I don't typically see employees who had the same background that didn't have something like Europe Up or, oh. or the Boys and Girls Club or things like that. Oh, so there are but, other
0: programs that yeah, are getting people yeah, yeah, into yeah, yeah, that you've, you've seen? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, okay, okay. Yeah. So what you're saying is uh, the. They are getting in, but it's because of these other programs Programs. and like specific support programs Mm -hmm. that's like kind of opening the door for them.
1: Yes. Well, you know, we're actually going to be changing that. So one of the main reasons why I went back to LinkedIn is because we're building a new product called Underconnected Youth. And essentially what we're trying to do is connect compassionate connectors with these underconnected youth. So, for example, if I'm a compassionate connector, I want to help... students from the Europe program or people from like the Boys and Girls Club to come into these like big corporations. And so the product that we're building is is doing that. Um, and I'm kind of like the, one of the few engineers who are on that team. And actually the person who's kind of in charge of this, of this program reached out to me while I was at Keep Trucking at the startup. So yeah, I was r- really, really fortunate to come back, especially being on this team
0: oh, at yeah. so that person reached out to you. Yes. And was like, hey, we're doing this. We'd mm-hmm. like you on... Like they poached you back. Yeah,
1: Basically. yeah, exactly. But you know, at that time I was kinda like looking to come back, so it just so happened like how mm-hmm. it all worked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
0: LinkedIn is huge, man. Oh, like yeah. like I mean, now that mm-hmm. I'm on the job hunt, like yeah. it's all da 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 LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. you got all the jobs and everything popping yeah. up there and then mm-hmm. that's all what all the freaking uh student orgs up in uh-huh. Berkeley always do your LinkedIn headshot event. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we do we have that <laughs> on site too. Uh, like, (laughs) This guy, Kev, got a good picture of me with the the 45 degree angle. Oh, iPhone. Arms
3: crossed. (laughs) (laughs) Dude,
1: Kev's
2: a photographer, so he should be taking your (laughs) picture. I was like, this is good. This is good. I just saw the wall. I'm like, yo, Christian, let me get your picture, man. You got that suit on. Looking good. Um, You need
0: that for the professional look. Well that's cool it's uh, it's cool to um kind of hear because I know that there's an issue of oral a lot of people from these communities of color may not envision themselves, mm-hmm. right, as a software engineer, like to just to think, like, oh, this is a possibility, mm-hmm. right? And then it's cool to hear that you've been in it for a good number of yeah. y- years, almost a decade. Yeah, you closing in on a decade of working in I there. I know,
1: man. Uh, hopefully, I love LinkedIn, but you know, another passion of mine is like investing, and I definitely don't see myself, you know, being an engineer, my, my whole life. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. So you, um, say- I do love it though. Like I, I love LinkedIn and I love being there, but you know, I I also value like family time, especially since you know I'm newly married. Uh, I have a big family. I'm Filipino, so I have. Like all my cousins Are here in Daly City Oh uh, yeah Yeah so Dope. like It's yeah So um, the family parties Are yeah, lit fam- Family parties <laughs> are <laughs> ha- I mean like I think Kev You always ask me to shoot On the weekends But I'm like I'm telling you like Oh no I have a family cousins, party This weekend yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your
0: house isn't the one With the garage open All the time is it It, it
1: might be, be. So, Do you
0: but, <laughs> have a Do you have a TV In the garage No I don't no, I don't, okay, I, don't. Okay, I, don't. I think I know
1: what, what, How you're yeah, yeah, about Yeah 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 With the
0: manong Yeah Okay yeah But
1: the garage is Somewhat open Because my dad loves to clean cars oh. so he's always there just like just chilling cleaning clean oh, yeah.
0: okay yeah. and that so you said you're into investing yeah are oh, yeah, you yeah. saying that you're looking into a career that's more on on that yeah, so what
1: i essentially love to do is uh, i love to help people with you know investments and uh because i just feel like you know people our age don't really know yep. about investing yep, or yep. how to like think long term and luckily for me like i grew up knowing about like stocks and investing because my dad was really into it it. Uh. like my, my dad you know even though he doesn't have like a really like sleek job he's just a parking attendant he's been an investor and he's been playing stocks since he was as far as I could remember but like so when I was younger when I used to sleep in the room I would always like wake up at 6 30 because my dad would watch the market because that's when the market opens here mm. in 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 our time in our uh, time zone so knowing that when I turned 18, I started, I opened my, my stock account, my stock brokerage account. And through that, it was, I think it was fidelity. And, um, you know, I put a little money away. I invest in stocks and I I felt like I felt like I got to a point where I don't have to depend on money too much just because of the investment uh, strategy that I've been doing since I was a lot younger. Mm. So, and I just feel like, you know, uh, especially millennials, they, you know, once they get money or if they have a big salary, the first thing that they want to do is like move out of their parents' house, live in the city, have their whole paycheck go to rent. But you know, for me, when I start working at LinkedIn, you know, I like I, I don't want to sound like a bragger, but when I got hired when I was twenty years old, I was already making making six figures. And through that, like, of course I kinda of want to move out, but I knew that, you know, as as an investor, I want to save my money and just kind of invest my money instead of putting it to rent. So through that, I was able to like purchase a house. I have tenants. Um, I play stocks. Uh, I got into crypto a little bit Um, and, you know, mutual funds, ETFs, everything like Mm, that. And mm. I feel like I'm at a point where like, you know, knock Mm. on wood, like I say, lose my job tomorrow. I feel like I'll still be financially stable just because
3: I'm
1: Financially literate mm. yeah.
0: yeah That's super important dude. Yeah. And I don't think It's just our generation mm-hmm. I think it's almost Like our demographic Oh yeah As Filipinos here Like mm-hmm. if you break it down A lot us uh, working class Background mm-hmm. Right <laughs> And we're not taught Any financial Mm -hmm. education Financial literacy is zero Even if you Like what's even worse Is it's zero In the older (laughs) generation (laughs) Right? Like I've almost had I've had to have conversations With Mm -hmm. the older generation About like Yo Watch out for this loan I've had family I've had a friend's family Lose their home Because of a reverse mortgage Oh yeah That like They're Because of predatory lending Mm -hmm. Especially they target like Older Filipino Like homeowners owners yep, Who've yeah. had their homes from like the 70s, mm-hmm. right? 60s and in the area, but then they're enticed by the refinancing oh, that gets yeah, you refinances. more money uh, up front, but yeah. then they lose the equity in yep. it and things like that. And <laughs> it's, it's dope to hear because um, actually I reached out to you because I read your article mm. on your website on financial independence. Oh, yeah. Right? That's right no, the yeah. one uh, Kevin sent it to our little group chat. Mm-hmm. And then, um, there's dope shit there. Oh, right? right. You're, yeah, you. You're the, you were saying the house that you own mm-hmm. is actually in Vegas. Yes, right? it's in Vegas. And then yeah. you rent that out. I rent it out, yeah. That's yeah. a smart-ass move. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Instead of, like you were saying, paying rent, rent yeah. to another landlord yeah. who's... Most probably not Filipino Yeah Right yeah. And the money is now Not circulating mm-hmm. In your community anymore, yeah. Right Yeah And, and I, then I, Oh sorry mm-hmm. I was gonna
1: say I, I just wanna say upfront, Like I still live with my parents And I'm married Like I, there should There should not be A bad connotation Of living with your parents I hear this all the time Where like My, my co-worker would be like Oh you know Why are you still living With your parents And like I, Like why not live With my mm-hmm. parents I, I don't have to pay For rent Yeah how crazy is that? And, you know, they're, um, I'm not allowed to, okay, am I allowed to say pute? You yeah. know what
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's like
1: them who's like, dude, like right when I was 18 or right when I got a job, I moved out of there. Like I did yeah. not want to, yeah. like they don't even help their parents out. Like yeah. for me, yeah. that I feel like that's such a big thing. Like when I started getting paid as a software engineer, I did everything I could to like help out my parents. Like I would help them with the mortgage if they needed, if, uh, you know, I'd cheat them out to eat. Or like if they need to rent a car Then you know But you know Those people don't They don't do it
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a cultural thing Which kind of It sucks Because there's Because that's also The larger society That we're in In terms of Expectations Comes from Kind of the putti culture That's very disconnected From the Filipino way Of Mm -hmm. kind of being In alignment still With your parents Right And in this case Right right? Supporting being at home and then still contributing in different ways, right? Mm -hmm. It might not even be financial. What if it's just, I have friends who help with all the household things going on and it's only, it's their Lola's house, right? And that's still part of, Mm -hmm. that's economic value, right? But also it's not something that's respected, quote unquote, outside of our community, right? Which, I appreciate that call out For like putting that down Cause yeah. Bro this, this dude drives a Tesla It's good to be at home yeah. That's what I'm saying man. Yeah. But uh, I, But the principle behind it Is the support of the family mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. That's super important Yeah right? okay. And are you aiming to like Retire them yeah yeah for sure
1: well you know actually the house that i purchased in vegas was essentially for them Mm. but my parents said that they're not they're not going to retire anytime soon Mm. they're still pretty young my dad's like 55 my mom's 53 um so they're not going to retire anytime soon just yet so they actually told me like why don't you rent it out build some equity on it um and just you know Play the play the long game, and mm, mm. you know, with that kind of parents, you have to res- you like I respect them so much that like whatever they want, I'm I'm gonna do. Mm. And like see, like just looking at it now, I mean, it's the bet it was a good decision
3: mm, to do mm, it. Mm, yeah. Mm. yeah.
0: So are you saying you kind of want to go into like financial advising? The I future? you know
1: yeah. So I was gonna bring up like so a lot of the financial advising like I I definitely want would like to do it, but at the moment I'm doing it all for free, especially for people who are not. financially literate Um, like I don't see myself profiting off of this I'm more I just want to do it to just get it out there because you know like you know I have cousins who don't who are not very financially literate Um, and I feel like you know we're at the prime age of starting now for compound interest to start Mm, applying mm -hmm. like what we have on our side, especially, especially for my cousins and millennials, is time, mm. right? So the best thing to do is start now. And I kind of just want to get them there right now.
0: Yeah, I, To bring it back, though, uh, to culture, mm-hmm. though, I think there's a lot more I'll give us to them the culture especially if you're a little upper middle class mm-hmm. that do talk about stocks and oh. do talk about investing at a younger age for their kids especially if they're wealthier you'll have mm-hmm. I I think because I'm I also went to a wealthier high school in Palo Alto uh, I've had friends there like their parents teach them about stocks really yes oh. teach them about stocks tell them about investing things like that they'll even give their kid like oh uh, here's a certain out of money for stocks right (laughs) like because they've been doing it in mm-hmm. their generations mm-hmm. um, for a minute, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why, uh, arguably, wealth kind of stays in certain demographics, mm-hmm. right? Makes They'll sense. have like, oh, I bought the Jimmy a little business on the side.
1: <laughs> I <Right>? love <laughs> right like, that put down <laughs> because,
0: because, And that's what sucks is because you come to working class communities, there's almost none of that, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're, uh, they're surviving, right? on the day to day with the working of the, of the wage jobs mm-hmm. right service jobs so I think it is very important to have these financial uh, educators mm-hmm. in a way especially for our community yeah yeah, no, for sure. Because I have a friend, I'm not going to put their name on blast or, or their business out there, but this exemplifies mm. um, kind of the idea of knowing about money mm. because his family uh, wanted to sell their house uh, and just collect the money now just because because mm. like, oh, we bought it at this amount and now it's worth <laughs> a million or whatever. <laughs> and then, but... It's because everything else Has risen, risen also well, yeah. In the area But your mm-hmm. cost of living Has also risen mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. Why not Rent that house out mm-hmm. If yep. you have an access To another place mm-hmm. Right And it was this Back and forth Back mm-hmm. and forth Over and over again With the parents And the younger generation Trying to Implant these ideas mm-hmm. Right But the older generation Has Kind of these uh, Concepts of like Oh equity in the house Is yeah. the amount of money Now that
2: it's worth Get it now Get it, get it yeah. now Wow, yeah. right
0: rather than investing so yeah. That It's it's good to It's good to see From someone younger yeah. Right Who's aware of that And try, is trying to propagate yeah. Those concepts And those ideas Yeah I right? think
1: Yeah the goal For to be Financially free Is passive income mm, And mm. you're not gonna get that By selling your house And getting all the equity Yeah mm. it'll probably Last you a long time But yeah Like what you mentioned Like renting it out And getting passive income That way is probably The best way
3: mm, Yeah, mm,
0: yeah. Mm. Kev is on his Passive income mm. thing
1: Right yeah, now Cause yeah. he yeah,
0: he yeah. uh challenged us uh, for i think we haven't locked it all down the uh, details uh, but i think it's looking like end of the year challenge to see who can build the most amount of passive income streams mm. or be able to make the most money in terms of percentage based mm. on an initial investment uh through passive income mm. and how that yes. looks and it's a Consistent conversation of like, oh, what are different ways of mm-hmm. developing passive income, mm-hmm. right? And that's a shout out to uh, Richard Kawasaki. Is it Richard Kawasaki? Is this is that Ro- his name? Robert. Ki- Robert yeah. Robert Kawasaki. Yeah, yeah. 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 There you Rich go. Rich Dad Poor
1: Dad. Rich yeah. Dad Poor Dad. <laughs> which you mentioned. Yeah. So that was like the first book that I've ever read. Like when my parents got me into and my siblings, like about financial literacy is. it was through Robert Kiyosaki uh. we used to play like this board game called cash Cashflow uh, he had yeah. that game yeah, too yeah, yeah. dude you know I went on Ebay to like buy a brand new version of it because the one that I have is like super messed up dude that's just like $120 <laughs> really <Dang. Yeah. laughs> I'm like well Monopoly's like $10 on Amazon I'm <laughs> like oh, fuck <laughs> maybe the
0: sellers were like alright oh, Cashflow yeah. <laughs> yeah. let's legit make some cash flow with this game yeah. it had that little spinner yeah. thing yeah. right yeah, yeah. yeah thing i remember yeah, the that cheese like yeah yeah, yeah and you know, have to put your assets in one column <laughs> yeah. things like that expenditures <gasps> yeah. right liabilities yep. and all were you named after that no so our my
1: name it's it's funny story so um i was the first boy in my in my family so my parents were having a hard time to choose my name and at that time my my mom yeah, my mom's favorite TV show Was Richie Rich Oh, Yeah, yeah. so they named me after Richie Rich That's a throwback yeah. I, I remember watching yeah. that cartoon yeah. 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 yeah, that was my mom's favorite cartoon And oh. like, I think it was like maybe Two to three months before I was even born And they were like struggling Like, damn, what should we name our son? They were going to name me like Nino Which is after the Santo Nino, Nino. Yeah. And uh, they <laughs> decided to go with uh, Richard Rich. uh, yeah. How many siblings do uh, you have? I have one older sister and one younger brother
0: Oh, yeah. and you're the oldest boy
1: I'm the oldest boy, yeah, I have a younger oh, brother Shout out okay. to the Bustos Bros, uh, take a follow <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all haven't put out a, uh, a video recently, have you? A yeah, yeah, podcast? It, not have a podcast, so I kind of shifted away from the Bustos Bro podcast Because oh, okay. my brother, his, his work schedule is like so off mm. compared to mine What does he do? So he works, uh, can you take a guess?
0: Uh he works he works
1: healthcare nurse. Yep, yeah. Uh, I'm not go. a nurse. My <laughs> okay. sister's a nurse though. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but he works in healthcare. He works at UCSF. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're doing what? <laughs> I I honestly don't, don't know. <laughs> oh, my one. mom works at UCSF. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Parnassus? Huh? Parnassus? Uh, she
0: was Parnassus. Okay. Uh, and then they moved to uh, office setting. There's yeah. another one here in uh, I think San Bruno or somewhere okay. around that. Oh man, that's a yeah. lot closer. But she Parnassus. was yeah a yeah. lot yeah. closer. But she was driving to Parnassus like yeah. every day. Yeah. yeah. My well.
1: my wife's a nurse. His her sister's a nurse. Her mom's a nurse. My sister's my sis is a nurse and my brother works in healthcare. Yeah.
0: Our friend just got married, right? And uh-huh. the fiance is a nurse and then uh-huh. he was talking about yeah. um, when they do the cash money dance and all that uh-huh. stuff. She's like, wow. He was like, "Wow, this is nurse money." <laughs> <laughs> the one giving like hundreds. <laughs> like, yeah, "Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, these yeah. are your nurses Thank friends, you. <laughs> right?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he was opening up some of the the gift cards and
1: yeah. stuff
3: like
0: that like, "Damn." This is a nurse,
3: right. <laughs> Yeah, during out.
0: my wedding,
1: like I kind of knew who are nurses because <laughs> they give the most, but they also
0: drink the most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: That's crazy.
0: I don't know what's up with some of these nurses, like you have they, to, they have to, they have to drinking let loose, thing, man. You yeah. have a stressful job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have even friends out in LA. I was like, it seems like it's the nurses who drink the most. Yeah, man. I guess it's a thing, it it's, is yeah. a stressful I mean, thing. I believe it, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I get okay, so you. You're officially Filipino. Yup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my favorite food
1: is dinner Like, if Like there's no dinner at the party. It's like,
0: bro. Dude, come on. Have you eaten at baby's eatery in Ooh. SF? Never even heard of it. The uh, Excelsior on mission street. I believe it's the best dinner in the state of Do California. Do they have the pork
1: ears though? Yeah. Uh, they Crunchy uh, they pork have ears?
0: Uh, inside it. Yeah. Like in the dinner It's the elite. It's the, it's like the innards. Oh or yeah, so. see, that's, yeah, yeah, see, yeah. See that's yeah. How, yeah. how I know that, That's yeah, how my that's grandma good. makes it. Yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause I'm, uh, my, my dad is from Papanga So they, oh. they They know how to cook Oh they
0: know how to cook yeah. Your seasick? Yeah. Does your family cook some seasick? No They're not really big into sisig But like the Like the dinigoan The kura kura Like all, the, all that stuff Okay yeah. Cool, yeah. cool 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 yeah. I suggest checking it out It's yeah. my favorite My Lola loves the on there oh, okay. And then I buy it all the time It's like a small Hole in the wall mm. Three seater uh, like Turo Turo spot Ooh. where the food is just all there, but yeah. uh, they've been around for like 26 years. Oh dang! Plus, That's crazy. Like, I never even heard about. Yeah, it. it's hella good. That's my number one wreck yeah. for like yeah. Dinuguan. W-
1: were you born and raised in no, City? No, I
0: was born in the Philippines. Okay, uh, I only moved Daily City 2013. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, 2013 uh. is when we got this house. Uh we cuz my mom started working at Seaton.
3: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that's crazy. That's
1: um, yeah. Oh, where's she <laughs> about to go
0: afterwards? Uh f- what do you mean? Cuz isn't
1: scene closing?
0: Oh, yeah, so she worked at Seaton, uh. then she's st- uh, transferred to Stanford oh, okay. and then UCSF. Oh, so yeah. So now right, she works right. yeah, at the yeah, UCSF. Uh, okay. Um but Seaton was the whole reason
1: why yeah. we moved here.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: crazy. I a lot of Filipinos yeah. That's the reason.
1: You know, it's crazy because I just found out about this, but my wife, she's uh, she just graduated. She got her master's in nursing mm. and uh, she was looking at a job and she was kind of having a hard time, but she, I mean, she got a job like after a month, but yeah. she was saying that before, like I think in the in the 70s or, or 80s, like... Daily City hospitals Would actually call people From the Philippines To come here Uh, To work uh here Is Uh that what happened With your mom Like did she get a call No
0: no no Um, I think She was just like uh, I don't know If she had a friend Or somebody um, Like recruited her Mm, uh, Because I think Now For some reason also She has this headhunter That keeps on Like getting Uh her Like Because she used to be Working in um, New York At Mm -hmm. a hospital there Then this headhunter Just grabbed her Put her over here mm-hmm. And it's a better location Cause all our families Here are west coast And yeah. then that same Headhunter got her The Stanford job She was like She wasn't even Job hunting mm. She was just like Working and then That headhunter was like Hey yeah. there's this job There I guess maybe That's Damn their yeah. job As a headhunter yeah. Recruiter yeah. They, get they, the they get the bonus paid. too yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then She got her to Stanford And then Same one I think Got her into UCSF Gotcha And so now Like and slowly Stepping up each time mm. Right So Uh, that's the reason why we ended up coming Daily City Mm -hmm. and I've made it my home I love Daily City I I wish I was here earlier (laughs) I wish I found it like earlier I didn't know there were a hell of Filipinos here until I got here and I was like what mm. the fuck is this
3: <laughs> like what he like is that a Filipino restaurant I was so hyped yeah.
0: because I grew up in a spot in LA where it's mostly Chinese okay. and Vietnamese Latino yeah. like that and yeah. then you know, I would drive like 30-45 minutes to mm-hmm. so go to a Filipino restaurant mm-hmm. Here is like everywhere I'm yeah, spoiled man. I got love Lingam, it yeah, I go yeah. Bee every other day yeah. Yeah. I had Jollibee last night I <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. 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 had some spaghetti yesterday yeah. oh my god that's
0: <laughs> really my guilty pleasure like i try to not eat fast food Mm -hmm. and eat healthy but sometimes i get the craving for the two-piece chicken joy with spaghetti and like that hits home and then and a jolly hot dog Mm -hmm. because jolly hot dog is for the drive home so (laughs) so (laughs) i get a jolly hot dog and a two-piece so i'll eat the jolly hot dog while driving home and once i'm home i have the two-piece chicken joy and it works perfectly that's that's so
1: crazy how much you love daily city because i love daily city but my wife is from Millbrae oh. and it's like the people who live there are like especially the Filipinos are like the whitest Filipinos really? so when she moved in with me in Daly City she like hates the cold because milbury that's like the cutting point of where it gets like yeah. hot oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. so like because that's where the, the fog clears up so she d- dislikes Daly City yeah, but really? I love Daly City <laughs> I like every time <laughs> I leave Daly City like when I have to sleep at her parents house I like I feel weak I get like <laughs> asthma <laughs> attacks <and laughs> I
3: just (laughs) 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 The nebulizer The fog Yeah The moisturizing
1: I love Daily City (laughs) man
0: It would be so hard For me to uh, leave here Yeah But You know Wake up call Is is changing Mm -hmm. A lot right Um, Oh yeah Like in terms of a number of people Moving in Which is a lot of uh, Non-Filipinos Yeah Right Uh, And like the Gentrification (laughs) Overflow Is starting to hit Daily City Dude I've seen it Like at Westlake If you go to Westlake
1: man Since it got like Remodeled Dude there's so Nobody put up please people <laughs> there, dude it's it's crazy
0: man i was like what happened man even around here the homie um grew up here in west westbro and then Westbra, Westbra. Westbra. that's, and that's then the he's school like, I went to he's like yeah. what the heck this is the most like put day i've seen in this is just the last 5ish years Yeah like it's been a change and you see i think it's also working professionals who rent out here mm-hmm. is because it's cheaper than SF, things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's lightweight changing, which I don't want happen uh, mm-hmm. when we talk about economic shit too mm-hmm. that's the same issue because yeah. people are moving out either to sell their homes to go to like Hercules or Richmond mm-hmm. Pinol, or Hayward, even Bay, Hayward yeah. or um, the businesses right there's not even the small mom and pops right mm-hmm. they have kind of a basic business understanding but it's not like a comprehensive economic framework like a mm-hmm. Chinatown yeah. uh, or uh, a, a real solid chamber of commerce to maintain these Filipino-owned businesses here, Mm -hmm. right? And so that's that's almost indicative of the lack of financial, economic literacy for a whole group, right? For an ethnic enclave to survive where you go to like the Chinatown in Oakland or Chinatown in uh, SF and you have all these thriving businesses, five restaurants right next to each other, (laughs) but you're like, how the fuck do they survive? They're all... Eating at each other's yeah. restaurants. They mm-hmm. all have their own other hustles just to maintain like themselves economically. Yep. Also, right. So I'm kind of hoping that we see more of that here in Daly City, mm-hmm. and with like Filipinos and with other like business folks who, who yeah. are who have that kind of framework, right? No, for sure. So we don't lose this. Yeah. Right.
1: Right? Yeah. No. For sure.
0: But I want to ask: uh, How do we keep Daily City minimalist?
1: <laughs> Whoa, shoot. Daily City? I don't know man Like a lot of Filipinos are hoarders So they, I, don't yep. think, I don't think There's a way to be A minimalist So uh,
0: you are a minimalist Yeah Right yeah, yeah. Could you speak to me A little bit about that Because yeah. I've only seen it On your webs- on Yeah Your website yeah. <laughs> so, And uh, I've seen the video That you were packing mm-hmm. With your wife For your yeah. honeymoon With one backpack yeah. uh, For the week Yeah right? no, Dude that's how I do it So it, it's
1: funny Because like So all this stuff That I have like My podcast My YouTube All started Because I wanted to talk more about minimalism oh so that was the main thing that that was the main thing that's like uh, if you watch my very first youtube video it was about like my minimalist room um but how i got to become a minimalist is kind of a i guess kind of a long story but so during the time that i was working at linkedin like i felt like life life was really good you know i was getting Paid a lot I was living with my parents So I had like Virtually like no bills I was dating my girlfriend Now wife at the time So on paper Everything Seemed really really good And I wasn't stressed out About work At all And there was this one day Where I had this like Huge panic attack Mm. Um, My heart was Beating super fast Um, I felt like I was gonna faint And it kind of trickled down To like A lot of um, Like Self I don't know how to explain But like I, I thought I was sick All the time so it was it was like this weird feeling and getting all these anxiety attacks. I didn't see a doctor for that time. So you had multiple anxiety I had attacks. Multi, yeah, I had multiple oh. anxiety attacks. Um, I was getting probably anxiety attack like I, th- I want to say at least four times a week. Really? And I just I thought it would, I thought it was
0: asthma. And you and you haven't ha- you hadn't had this before. I haven't had like, this
1: before. Yeah. No no no. I mean I, I think I had. Now looking mm-hmm. back, I think it would. It trickled down to like maybe Like maybe in high school When I would would have this But I never thought anything of it But I was getting these um, Anxiety attacks And um I didn't know what it was and then I finally saw a doctor about it. I, I was telling him like all my symptoms like I was sweating, I had a hard time sleeping and my heart would be beating really fast. I would get these headaches and I swear like I told the doctor like I think I have cancer. I think I have like brain cancer or so, like a <laughs> oh, tumor shit. or something. Yeah. And uh I like I got checked out. They said that there's nothing wrong with you. Have you ever have you ever heard of um, having like anxiety disorder and I was like so in disbelief. Of having an anxiety disorder. And uh, this had like this compound effect of uh, like me getting depressions because I was, I, I kept thinking about these like, when am I gonna get the next anxiety attack? And me thinking about that led me down to like this. This depression hold And I hate the word depression Because you know I feel like it gets thrown out there a lot But these were the symptoms Or this is what the doctor told me Like you have anxiety And you're having minor depression And we want to put you on these pills And like I thought I was going crazy Because like on paper My life was looking really good Like I mentioned good job How old were you around this? I was 22, 23 Yeah I'm 27 now So about 4 years ago and um so the doctor wanted me to get on these pills and i told him no i'm not going to do this i'm going to like i googled a bunch of other things to help me fight like my anxiety um cuz i knew like i was watching these videos like i knew i could fight it myself and um i found out about meditation and if you look at my my blog i have a article of me um uh, doing meditation for a whole year so meditation is a big part of my life every day um i i did do it every day now i I try to squeeze it as much as possible. Um, I was, yeah, I need to get back onto my meditation. What program. kind?
0: Do you follow an app? No, do you I do- s-
1: when I first started, I was using Headspace, but then mm. I found it like really weird, like a British guy speaking into my ear. <laughs> but so now um, I actually took meditation classes too in Santa Clara. Uh, uh. So I, I had teachers, but um, it, I got to a point where meditation was like my daily daily ritual. So I got into meditation. Um, I found out about mindfulness and when I was on a Reddit channel, this was Reddit. I was on a mindfulness Reddit sub channel. Um, I found out that there was a a documentary called the minimalist or minimalism. And I watched that documentary. It was on Netflix. And then, uh, I just totally adopted that lifestyle. This was in 2015. Um, so after I watched that documentary, I like, I like, it welded into me really, really well. So I just started adopting that minimalist lifestyle and kind of helped me. Maybe that's why I don't meditate as much because living a minimalist lifestyle kind of soothes me and I don't feel anxious and it declutters everything that I have in my mind. And then
0: you didn't have those anxiety attacks.
1: I mean, I, I still have anxiety attacks. Like my, well, my wedding, I had like an anxiety attack because I was getting married. But now, now that I'm like more mindful of what's happening, like I know how to like fight it. I know how to mm-hmm. accept it. Um, and minimalism is just like an addition to help me. An additional to, tool. Yeah, like additional that.
0: tool. What happens? Do you get like, r- r- ch- like your heart runs? Yeah, my heart like-
1: runs. Like I feel like my heart's about to explode. I feel like I can't breathe. I sweat. Do you get uh-
0: super like mind running? Mind like running thinking. and like, it's it's weird. Like visual looks weird. Oh. Like,
1: like almost t- like tunnel vision. It's really hard to explain. Oh. Yeah. So I was getting this in two thousand fourteen, fifteen 15-ish.
0: I was, yeah, 22, 23. The reason why I'm asking is because... I'm, I don't know What the difference Between a panic attack And anxiety yeah. attack yeah. Cause I had one Like episode When I was in school uh-huh. And then Where I was like get, Feeling the heart yeah. r- Run And I felt weird I felt high yeah. I think that's what Made me feel weird yeah. Cause I'm sitting in class And then I'm like overanalyzing my thinking like yeah. i'm thinking something i'm like why am i thinking that and then when like huh this is the same cognitions i have if i'm high like yeah. on on weed and i'm getting a paranoid trip on weed then i got <laughs> weirded out that i had those same thoughts when i was not on weed i was like i'm, I'm fucking in class <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not high right now why am
3: i thinking this way
0: yeah. and it made me feel so weird i started getting uh uh like i had to step out mm-hmm. uh because my heart was racing and i yeah. had to drink water and then yeah. i had a fucking presentation to do <laughs> oh, and man. it's all yeah, just no, standing no, i was like this is so weird yeah. and then uh, my homegirl in class actually had to like she was like are you okay and walked me to like my next class and then i i just had to sit down call my sister and all that and then but it was weird because i've never had that like growing up yeah but then same. i've had like one or two like episodes it was after when after I hit like twenty four, yeah, and stuff like that. That's crazy. why I was yeah. wondering how old you were yeah. and all that. And then I actually have a homie now who actually works in tech, um, but I think he he's like twenty two now, twenty three. But then like it was only. Around that time and working more in tech, uh, that he started like having just anxiety a little bit. Maybe it's all the screens. I I, I honestly don't
1: don't know because like like I mentioned, like everything everything was good, and I I don't know. I just always felt worried and I was feeling sad for no reason. Like there was times Uh where I just start bawling out for no reason. Like I'll just be watching TV and it'd be like a comedy, and then I'll just be I'll have like this immense feeling of sadness just mm. fall over me and then I just start crying and I like at that the I think the first time I cried was the the following day I saw a doctor and then that's when they were telling me all these like stuff I was ah. like dude I, I'm not gonna take any medications
0: so minimalism mm-hmm. was like one of the top tools that helped you helped through me, yeah the, oh.
1: the the yeah the top tools was well, so the top tool was meditation Meditation mm. already cured me It just so happened that When I was on these like meditation Mindfulness forums on Reddit Where someone posted about this minimalist oh. documentary And then when I watched it I was like, oh, this resonates with me really, really well So that's when I like adopted, adopted it. the lifestyle yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay
0: but, yeah. all, but the practice that kind of helped you a lot During that time was the daily meditation Yeah, the daily meditation How
1: long would you di- meditate a day? Uh, when I first started off It was like five minutes Cause like dude I was like Dude this is like When I was closing my eyes I was like This is so
2: dumb This is <laughs> That was me yeah. Yeah. When we were doing a, That one month I would yeah. like I would sit in my car Right before work And I'm like <laughs> Oh man, I'm, I'm sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got a runner, like, you know, yeah. stretch or something. We had a but, challenge where yeah. we had to
0: meditate every day. Uh-huh. Uh, and then whoever didn't would pay like 20 bucks to this charity that <laughs> oh, we, that's we what would. Oh, you're I'm yeah. trying to be in this?
1: Yeah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We it.
3: We we yeah. 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 When did
0: we do that? I, some month. I forgot. It was like maybe uh, March. Some, or, maybe March. Well, or after, after the, the running, running yeah. thing. Yeah, we did that. And it was like you're supposed to do a certain amount of push and mm-hmm. um, sit-ups a day and then also meditate every day yeah. um, and then if you don't do any one of th- uh, them if you miss one of them yeah. we go in 20 bucks into a pot and then uh, by the end of the month the person who with the least, dis- or we just decided uh, who to donate uh-huh. to. And we raised like 200 plus bucks. Because hey, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> you're like, oh my God, it's the end of the day already. And then, cause if, especially if you're busy yeah. and you don't even have the time to get through the workout. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you're like, ah, oh, God damn it. Hey, that's <laughs> but then, crazy. like, the 20 bucks adds up. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, uh, I'm already at 100. <laughs> like that. It's just five days. Right. So yeah. that was a fun little and This thing. is
1: different from the GoPro. One, right? yeah, yeah, because yeah, I was, was running,
0: yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The GoPro one was a straight run in when yeah. Kev like surprised us with his,
2: um, uh, hey, you almost caught tri- up, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those were when really you, close. When you're like,
0: what the. F- just ran 10 miles yeah. he just ran 30 when you see I think the worst part is when you're in a run challenge and then you're you're chilling and then you get a notification on the app <laughs> yeah. that they've run and you're like oh my god and then you see uh-huh. where they've run oh yeah like and like this dude ran the
2: bridge and I think <laughs> that's when I was like this motherfucker
3: <laughs> like taking it seriously what app is this uh,
2: uh we were just using the map my run it's a Under uh, armor armor uh, I, I like yeah. Strava better I'm yeah. kind of using that right now but huh. i mean it's what we had yeah. at the time yeah. um yeah i just remember i'd be at work, just sitting down and i'd look at my phone i'm like god damn it i gotta <laughs> run like during my lunch or
3: something like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it was good yeah it was fun to do that good um kind of uh challenge yeah with each other uh, it's the most i've ever run yeah in my life and then after that We didn't run the
3: rest of the year <Yeah. laughs> Took a
2: chill yeah. oh, It man. took a while To recover yeah. Like our souls From yeah. that
0: How many people Were in this In the challenge Just four of us
2: four? Four? Nice, yeah, nice,
1: yeah.
0: nice And then it was, it was uh, Because I think what was funny Is that The first few runs Were like three miles Three miles And I was like Oh this is doable <laughs> Three four miles And then One homie did like Eight miles Josh oh, did man. that And then we we're like What the fuck And then that week Weekend was when everybody did like 10 miles, 10 miles, 13. I was like, motherfuckers. (laughs) And yeah, that's when, that's when, like, I think the whole month Just focused on that Like <laughs> I, I I had to schedule My life around yeah. The times I would run Damn Like right. that And then It It wasn't the smartest Cause yeah. we, none of us Had like ch- Actual training Or knowledge mm-hmm. Of like proper running
3: form yeah.
0: Like how to actually Ramp up properly yeah. Things like that But it was just A good experience That we'll try to Relaunch And we'll do something Yeah I think I'm down yeah. too Yeah Cool
3: Yeah <laughs> Okay cool <laughs> 100, <laughs> 100 mile club 100 mile, 100 mile club, club. <laughs> yeah. For
0: the month That'll be good <laughs> Can you tell me A little bit about um Jujitsu, Jiu-jitsu Yeah I mean So Oh I wait was, Wait wait Actually yeah. Sorry Can, We didn't finish Cause could you give me A little rundown What minimalism Like mm-hmm. entails Oh yeah Like how you actually Live it out And yeah. stuff like that I mean it's I just
1: uh, It's just pretty much Decluttering Like be a, Like Another form of it Is essentialism Like just Uh, do things That's essential To your well being So like when I travel I do not want to carry Like a whole bunch of shit Like I just only bring The stuff that's essential For my trip I know some people They bring luggages But then they don't even wear Half the stuff that uh they bring uh So I'm just cutting Pretty much just cutting the fat um, only focus on things that, that that are meaningful to me. Like when it comes to clothes, like I wear the same shit all the time. I want to be comfortable. I don't have to. Th- I don't want to think about what I'm gonna wear. Um, like a typical stuff for me is like seriously wearing a gray T-shirt and my Lululemon pants to work. Like <laughs> I don't I don't care how I look. I mean I'm already married, so just like I don't want to waste any time of thinking things that really don't matter. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh. So that's how I adopted my life. Also, just the the, the the look of it. I love the. I'm not sure if like the architect is that the right word. Like design, uh, archi- design, yeah, clean, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, not a lot of distractions. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, yeah. I know. Uh, I, I don't know what documentary it was, but it was talking about like a lot of successful people, like Mark Zuckerberg, mm. um, Steve Jobs, and the reason why they wear the same thing every day is so because they believe like every day you can only make so many choices. And um, yeah, just removing that, Mm -hmm. like, it helps a lot. Like, for example, my Girlfriend, like, she has so many clothes, and <laughs> every morning she's like, What should I wear? And I'm like, Don't get me dragged in this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing
3: the yeah, same yeah. shit I wore yesterday, yeah. like, you know, you exactly. Out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh,
2: yeah, just seeing like how stressed out she is, like, I'm like, Gosh, I'm so you're glad. wasting like, brain cells, <laughs> yeah, man. like, you wasted yeah. 30 minutes. I could have like go went running or something, yeah, exactly. <laughs> took the meal, but. Yeah yeah it's a lifestyle yeah so. actually so
1: you brought up like a documentary about like uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Steve Jobs so I read this uh, biography book about Steve Jobs he went to Japan and that's how he found out about minimalism oh, because yeah. that kind of oh. originated in Japan yeah I mean, yeah if you go to Japan like they sleep on the floor they it's very clean and all this stuff. So when he went to Japan and he came back to America, that's when he had the idea about the iPhone. He looked at all these like Blackberries, the Blackberries the phone for the kids who don't know. Yeah. So he looked at Blackberry, they looked at he looked at all these phone and he said that like, how can I make this simple and elegant? So he removed the the number pads. So it's all one screen for the iPhone. So um, you know yeah that was just cool thing that you brought up that I just remembered.
0: You do have you do get some nice aesthetics. Yeah, aesthetics it, that was clean.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah right? aesthetics like, is the word. You
0: have the uh, some videos of your room. Yeah.
2: And yeah. your room, oh, the man. minimalism. You should see his viral video right now. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a viral that's video. That's how he's getting ad revenue. Yeah. So uh <laughs> one of my videos, it was I since I
1: live with my with my parents, my wife decided to we we decided to like move into my parents' house. So what we did was we decided to renovate all of the downstairs. For us to live in And I made a video About the whole renovation And how Uh. to make it like Minimalist And things like that So that video Like it was crazy Because I I shot that video About six months ago Didn't get any views And then all of a sudden And I think I texted you The morning (laughs) One morning I woke up And it had like 40,000 views All in one night And like Three No not 300 But like Like 150 comments when I woke up and then now it's at like 160k views it's not slowing down either yeah it's it's like it just keeps going yeah Yeah.
0: Yeah. and it's just something that has been up for a while Yeah I mean video. It's just
1: like Six months ago But uh. I think Since the new year I think everybody's Going to try to Adopt a more Minimalist lifestyle mm. Or like maybe Renovate their Condo own.
0: their house Yeah, yeah. Right? The Marie Kondo yeah. method KonMari yeah. method Did you yeah. do that?
1: I You know it's funny I read her book Before the show came out uh. um, It's pretty much Just like how to, like, tidy your, like, stuff up. Yeah. But, like, I'm more of, like, removing things uh, that
0: uh, I don't need. Uh, uh. But,
1: I mean, yeah, her, her book is good. And I the did the sick.
0: whole process with my clothes. Yeah. And, then I, re- and uh, I only did the clothes and books so far. But then I realized, wow, I have a lot of shit that I don't even care for. Yeah. Even the books. Like, yeah. i was like, why do I have this? Yeah. Even if I've, I haven't read it in a while, or I don't even like it, and yeah. I'm I'm just keeping it And then yeah. It kind of makes you realize Like maybe I do have Some hoarder shit
3: <laughs>
1: Yeah <in my laughs> Bro have you ever right? been to Like a typical Filipino house Oh Man, my god dude.
0: Bro it's bad <laughs> Oh my god Yeah like, But it looks just like Every other Tito's yeah, house yeah. Right You're like Oh this looks
1: familiar Yeah Right you, uh, Yeah funny story Because um I When I bought my Tesla, my friend kept asking me, oh, how do you charge it? And I kept saying, oh, um, I just charge it in the garage. And he was totally confused of what that meant. And he was like, what do you mean You charge it in the garage Like I have a charger In the garage I put the car In the garage And then I realized A lot of Filipinos Don't put cars In the, in the garage, garage Because yep. they,
2: they Just stuff everything In their yeah. garage I was surprised The first time I went to your house I was like Whoa He's got all this space <laughs> Like yeah. yeah We have two cars In the
1: garage Yeah yeah, yeah. Damn, Damn. Yeah. yeah Cause I Dude I I minimal slash shit up Uh, so much, uh, yeah, uh, uh, uh. yeah. Because my parents they 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 hoard too, so yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: Do do you like? Tell your parents like, hey, yeah. this is too much and all that. Yeah, I I uh, tell
1: them, I tell them all the yeah. time. Yeah, I tell yeah. them all. The time. I do
2: the same with my mom. Like she has hella hangers, and I'm like, mom, we only need like ten. Like you don't <laughs> need all this. And she's like, oh, you know, I might need it one of these. Oh, days. dude, my mom yeah, still like, does that. Yeah, yeah, might need it, might need it as a number <laughs> yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. Um,
0: but you know, I was thinking because I was talking to my friend about this, like his dad kind of like buys like uh, stuff. Yeah, buys, 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 and then uh. On some conversation like it kind of made sense uh, when they talk about uh, that being kind of almost a form of success right of being able to immigrate and like being able to buy these things uh-huh. in comparison to what's there in the Philippines yeah. and then it's a lot of this idea of saving it for a bad day Right mm-hmm. Saving things For a bad day And wh- where, where I think it's tied To that kind of Immigrant um, Experience yeah. And that's why I'm like I'm try, I try to be patient yeah. With them With the folks Who kind of have that Because it's kind of This attachment to, to items for security And thinking that Oh Like Or at the same time Also As a status Of success mm-hmm. Of like Okay we've made it Because we can afford These things yeah. And buy these things yeah. But then I've had to have The conversation With my mom When she comes home From Bed Bath & Beyond Sometimes <laughs> Like yeah. My god This shit is expensive Too yeah. Like for stuff You could get on Amazon <laughs> <laughs> for half the price but from Bed Bath & Beyond because yeah. there's a coupon yeah. right up to <laughs> yeah. 20% yeah. fish dishes like 50% more expensive yeah man right? but, but I think that's what the we're, we're at the age where we can have those conversations now mm-hmm. we're at the age where we Have to have those conversations Right Have patience while doing it Yeah um, But And like understand why Or they might have These behaviors But like You know Pushing back Like Of like Expenditures And like Hoarding stuff You you mentioned Your Your uh, Your uncle Or your dad's
1: your, your friend's dad yeah. About being attached To like these certain items Yeah uh, A really cool quote That's actually from The Avengers was uh, Wong was saying Attachment to the material Is detachment From the spiritual And uh, that kind of tie, that, that ties
0: along uh, with Like mindfulness uh, And spirituality uh, That ties into <laughs> Dating advice That I need Holy shit <laughs> yeah. Attachment to nice. the physical Oh no material Material yeah. Oh okay is, I, I was hearing What
3: I had to hear <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 whatever helps, <bro>. yeah, whatever <laughs> helps. Same, <laughs> material, <laughs> same thing, same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. material
3: yeah. physical yeah, same, thing, yeah,
0: same thing think about it yeah drop the mic on that it yeah. is the attachment yeah. to the spiritual yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that is true yeah. that is true yeah. like attachment to all these things that uh-huh. like you need like status yeah. oh you see that a lot in the Philippines oh. like like just status symbols oh yeah with like Cars, especially clothing, how you're dressed is super big in the Philippines. Like, I'm way more aware of it when I'm in the Philippines, just because there's like this collective psyche kind of. I feel there's a collective psyche when you visit places and like what most of the people are thinking or communicating and interacting. And there in the Philippines, especially in Manila, in the cities, I feel a lot more. Awareness And attention Is paid to Status symbols Such as cars mm-hmm. Or like If you have a car If you're like Which one you're driving um, If it's an expensive import And also what clothes You wear Right If you're looking cleaner And maybe that means You're wealthier mm-hmm. Right And it's a trip That like Here I don't really care About some stuff Then once I'm There in the Philippines And you kind of get The momentum Of everybody else I'm like Oh what car does they drive Like that <laughs> like oh And then you're kind of like yeah. Seeing things through the lens Mm -hmm. of people and it's kind of sucky that I get caught up in that too. But Mm -hmm. then um, it's that's why it's super cool to travel Mm -hmm. and like see different kind of ways of being, ways of living Mm -hmm. from one place to another. Like that. Right. And then I I know I saw that hello when I went to Vietnam for the first time and I was like, Oh people are living a different way and it's still Mm -hmm. dope. Yeah. right like buildings buildings where it goes more vertical and like it's that french style mm-hmm. and i was like oh my god this is cool <laughs> but it's totally different from what we're mm-hmm. ac- we've accepted as norms mm-hmm. right so that's cool that's why yeah. i like uh traveling and all that oh, and yeah, you, you yeah you went to like japan for your yeah
1: for a honeymoon, honeymoon i went to japan and hawaii yeah, oh. yeah. but no I, I love traveling yeah i I did like this whole Backpacking trip in Asia When oh, you I was did? still single Yeah, yeah. Oh went, where'd you go I went to Philippines I went to Vietnam I went to South Korea Just a whole bunch Of other places Oh
0: really. for how long Three weeks Oh, that's
1: cool Yeah, yeah. That's good Let's go back Dude, I'm, well, shoot, I'm married
2: now So
1: every time my, my, my wife's doing something Like she's about to go to a bachelorette party I always text Reber Like, hey, Reber Hey, I'm free this day What were you trying <laughs> yeah, to do? What like, are you trying Yo,
2: to shoot? Yo, this week Like, make sure you're available, bro <laughs> <laughs>
3: The married life
1: Yeah, man but I love it oh. yeah. Are you going to have kids soon? Uh, we're like I mean it's all in like God's time but yeah I would love to to have kids teach uh, yeah, yeah.
0: them investing
1: hell ASAP. yeah hell yeah, yeah. So, ASAP. He, he, so Reaper he actually sent me an article about this kid who started yeah. investing at 11 so I was telling him yeah dude I'm gonna start teaching my kid when he comes out the womb so he could <laughs> retire when he's like 18 shit yeah. <laughs>
0: In reality, probably shit. Well, if you're able to start that early, hell yeah! I mean, dude,
1: this life is all about like living, man. So I wanna, if I do have a kid, make sure that, of course, like his his mind is right. But, um, like, Reber knows how I feel about education. Like, I was able to get a a good job without without education. Mm. Not to say that education isn't important, but like, dude, it's super expensive, and sometimes people who come out of it don't really. No, still don't know what to do, or um, they're still having a hard time finding jobs. So I'd love to teach them like about like mindfulness and like mm. finance and things like that.
3: Mm. Yeah.
0: Like things that have helped you, yeah. be successful, and that's not just industry specific.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Do you still do jujitsu? I do. I well, so I don't have a membership just because I was going. Uh, I when I was working at the startup, I was in SF. And then the gym that I was at was in Mountain View So th- it was hard for me to commute to Mountain View to go to that gym But as of right now, I do just mostly like open mats mm. like, uh, How did you find the gym in Mountain View? It was right next to my work Oh, so yeah. you
0: started when you were at LinkedIn?
1: When I was at LinkedIn, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, there, I was there for about three years um, Got my blue belt after two years a little less than two years And then um, Left before Anything else
0: The black belt curse I mean the blue the, belt curse Oh
1: the blue belt, uh, <laughs> blue blues. belt yeah, blues Yeah <laughs> dude I, I got it super bad Like I, I did a podcast And yeah. a video about it Yeah um, There was a Like dude That dude
0: was cool Who was that dude I uh, listened Denny. to that episode Denny, Denny He's yeah. dope He, he sounds actually,
1: dope Shout out to him Because he has a gym Called BAME Jiu Jitsu It's located in Fremont uh, BAME Reaver, BAME B-A-E-M which B-A-E-M, mm, stands,
0: B-A-E-M. Mm, Yeah
1: BAME. B-A-E Em, uh, which stands for I think Snake in uh, Korean. He's Korean. Yeah, but he's a really cool black belt. He's uh, he's like a millennial, but um, yeah, super dope. He's real. You know, uh, uh. but, uh, and his techniques are super sick
0: Dude, they just yeah. opened a uh, 10th planet daily city.
1: Yeah, I would, so that when I say open mat, the open yeah. mats I go to, it's those oh, open Saturdays? Yeah, Saturdays, on Saturdays. Oh, Saturdays? Yeah, you go on Saturdays? Oh! Yeah, dude, I invited yeah. Rico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was planning on going yeah, this he Saturday. Was to go. uh, Saturday. Yeah, go. yeah, yeah. I've been there. I've been to yeah, yeah, the yeah, open yeah, yeah. mat before.
2: Yeah, it's cool. Hella friendly, yeah, yeah, dudes Yeah, hella yeah, yeah, yeah. dope.
3: Oh, let's go to Saturday. I
2: might be down. Dope, dope. Oh, yeah wait, are you going to Yosemite? I'm going tomorrow. Oh. Wait today's oh yeah today's okay. Thursday okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah unemployed yeah. right now so I need <laughs> <track of time. laughs>
1: dude but do I so the gym that I go to we rarely did leg locks mm. and I was getting caught in leg locks so many times man oh yeah yeah, 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 leg yeah, yeah. Lock, well for especially Tenth Planet yeah yeah they're all yeah. about that
0: leg lock yeah, thing. yeah 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 Daily City has a lot of le- leg lockers oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. okay cool yeah. So Saturday how, how long is have you been doing jujitsu? Uh, on, off, uh, but started like, uh, like, 09. oh, nine. Oh, yeah, nine. Yeah. Whoa. But I only got consistent and with like a gym that got, like is competitive here. Like, maybe in 2013, 2014 was when I found FTCC and that's when I got into like, doing it more regularly was able to get my blue and then a few years, purple and then but also once I I have I, I got Like into a hiatus, maybe the last two years I was out because of school in the East Bay. So I wouldn't be able to be out here that consistently. Right. But it is cool now that I've been doing it a while to like look at old pictures and then see who's still rolling at the gym or where they're at now. Oh. Oh I yeah. remember this guy Like yeah. that And then You kind of have Stories of yeah. People throughout the years Where yeah. I'm like Oh that guy That You'll probably know <laughs> Some of the dudes Because they yeah. came from Skyline Wrestling yeah. too yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, We've had like Anwar Did you ever meet Anwar, Anwar? Yeah, Anwar? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah He works uh-huh. at uh, Costco <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Anwar came through uh, um, Hyrule. He, Hyrule Hyrule uh, wrestler. Yeah,
3: He's fun, he's, fun he, right? he's
0: opened up A few dudes Because of his yeah. Very like like very aggressive He opened up uh, uh, Dude needed stitches Once oh, just yeah. by accident You know
1: actually Because okay. so, uh, sometimes My cousin's a senior At El Camino High School So oh, yeah. sometimes I pop in And uh, uh, just roll with them And Hiro showed up Oh yeah Yeah so he still
0: He still wrestles too Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He's yeah. strong He has a kid now Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 That's why he got That's all It's either the The blue belt blues Or you have a kid Yeah <laughs> that, yeah, yeah man That's what happens too then. And did you start in SoCal Yes okay, I okay. started in No no actually Oh I actually started In Mountain View At the Half oh. Gracie there That was the very first spot That uh, I joined Back in '09 When I was in uh, high school BJ Penn went to That school a while back right? No I think he was the, In LA he was DJ at Penn? the half Gracie one, or was he at the no, I think
1: Mountain he was in View? Mountain View, yeah, yeah, because yeah. oh, okay. I saw a video of him in Mountain View, and oh. he was like, "Oh yeah, this is where I he started." started? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Well, he started in Hilo, but then he went to Mountain View just to
0: get better training. Mm, yeah, that was yeah. during my time of like, I'm gonna be just like BJ Penn, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't and think my black to belt yeah. in a few years. Yeah. Prodigy. <laughs> yeah. Do you man. compete? Yes, actually, uh, this twenty second, I was gonna tell y'all. There's a g- competition in Sacramento that's uh, uh, EBI rules submission oh, right, only, yeah. um, and they I think all uh, attacks uh, and then uh, double elimination, so it's not just oh, a one nice, and out. Nice. So I've been going to those more. So nice. uh, there's a good one if you want in March. Shout out to um, Jiu-Jitsu World League.
1: Oh, I love those tournaments. They, yeah,
0: they, they run it so well, and you get to
1: weigh in. In, in the morning dude. yes because most most tournaments you have, you weigh in right before your match I'm
0: like dude I don't want to like
1: <laughs> be cutting <laughs> yeah. to the match water right. weight and, and all that.
3: they
0: text you the time your match starts Yeah. yeah. who the night before who how organizes that yeah. Yeah. I think I'm just so enamored with them because I've been to really bad early oh, yeah. run like competitions and I didn't know it was bad until I've had it this good yeah. it's like a relationship right yeah. like you know you're like <laughs> wow I'm an a relationship With someone Who treats me well He didn't realize You were shitty shit was before yeah. And then so I've had like Competitions where You're waiting there For oh, hours yeah. Five six hours Right When yeah. the posted time Is like 1pm Your matches Until really like 6-7 Jiu Jitsu World League They texted the night Before 7pm It starts And then Right at 7pm Our little bracket started Yeah And then they record All the uh, matches On their they, website uh, yeah. And they put it On their website so you can search up your name and find all the matches there um, and all the records are kept and everything well run that's why I'm like yeah Yeah. I am a big supporter of them and shit if I could get like an affiliate code (laughs) Well, so you know it's funny I actually um, I brought
1: my my camera there and my cousin was filming me uh, on my match and the owner of Jiu Jitsu World League he was like he was talking to my cousin he was saying like hey next time you come here I'll let you in for free just record the matches and let us post it on the oh yeah. on their IG so, so yeah so maybe yeah, yeah. like talk to the owner Yeah, super
0: cool yeah they've been doing dope like even IG stuff mm-hmm. um, but yeah they're also double elimination so or they strive to get like you multiple matches so it's not just a one and out because yeah. I've done a bunch oh, of yeah. those too I'm like I drove one time I drove all the way to Santa Cruz dude I okay <laughs> with yeah. the, the
1: uh, open open yeah uh, US uh, Open something. US Open yeah dude yeah. I same here like I drove all the way to Santa Cruz and I was a white belt at the time. And then my match didn't start till like
0: six. And then I lost my first match, too. <laughs> wow.
1: And then yeah.
0: I was like, all right, I guess I'm driving back. And then I had to, oh, that was also morning I had to, like, run in Santa yeah. Cruz because I was a little overweight. Yeah. I was so tired and everything. I was like, because yeah. oh, like, you weigh in right before your match, too. Yeah, dude. Then, I, mean, I, it. And then, and then I was, like, just sitting there after, like, oh, fuck. Can <laughs> I eat somewhere cool? Is there, can I do something cool to merit the drive <laughs> yeah, all the way to man. Santa Cruz? Cruise uh, But yeah funny. Those are uh, Those are the Upcoming um, Events And I do Try to compete And because yeah. It feels it's different It's different Like like going through the process of competition. Yeah, um, for sure. And uh, like, I think I've been a very like gym, like those dudes who perform well in the gym, but then have choked in like the competition. Just because you're not, if you don't do it as often, you kind of um, overthink things a lot, and the nerves get to you, and kind of everything goes out the window. And I go into my rampage mode, "Ah!" and then I'm like, oh, what the fuck. Yeah. I've like woken up, I was choked out with like a uh, clock choke oh one. And then I'm like I wake up in the middle of the mat. I'm like, oh what, what happened? <laughs> oh, dude, I, <laughs> uh, was this when you're purple or blue? I think I was a blue for that one. Mm. Yeah, when I was um yeah. I don't know. I forget, actually. Could have been one of them, Mm. blue or purple, but it was during a Naga. Yeah, one of the Naga events. Um, And, yeah, I think that was the the only time, but... I, oh no, I was also choked out. I think in <laughs> another one, oh, you get flashbacks right? <laughs> when you're like thinking about these. Yeah, yeah, white belt. When I was white belt, uh, City College had uh, a jiu jitsu competition, and then I think I got choked out by uh, uh, an Ezekiel too. Oh, it's like I one hate of those Ezekiel. things where it's like, oh, I can get out of this, and then, and you then all you're, all you're like, out. yeah, and then you wake up, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I, I guess I did not get out of it, <laughs> <laughs> and then it comes on quick, especially if it's those blood chokes yeah. right because sometimes you get used to like just breathing a little yeah. bit like finding a little space to like breathe if yeah. it's another choke yeah. if it's just like here uh, windpipe and then you're able to breathe and I guess if you do that for the blood you're like you're finding yeah. spot then you're out yeah. already like that Um but yeah I think when we're talking about tools of uh, dealing with things mm. right jujitsu came to my mind yeah that's yeah. my thing of being able to get in and then kind of get those energies out Yeah. Um, instead of because I overthink things a lot mm-hmm. I'm very cerebral and so when I'm able to do things like jiu-jitsu I'm very in the moment there and yeah. I'm very present rather than thinking of everything else yeah. going yeah. No,
1: on I think that was one of the main reasons why I joined jiu- jiu-jitsu as mm-hmm. well it was like I want to get I want to stay active get healthy but also be in the present moment and dude you're like at a competition, you're not going to be anywhere near as present moment as that, yeah, right? Like, yeah. you can't think about anything else. Yeah, like, yeah. if you think about something else, you're about to get choked, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. you have to be there in that present moment.
0: Yeah. You know w- what? Like, uh, jujitsu is getting more mainstream now, which yeah. is cool. Um, but uh, I don't like this thing where I've met some dudes who, like, have done jujitsu, then they stop. Uh but then they're like talking to me very very like authoritative about jujitsu. Uh-huh. Like in a way. I don't know if I'm like like uh like, oh, there's a word for it. Um uh or casuals. <laughs> there you go. Who are very like uh, there. Uh, I don't want to I'm, I'm kind of skirting I don't want to like Say <laughs> names right now Right But there's this dude Who be like Kind of talking Talking a little Like oh I got this Other guy's number Like uh, that Like kind of stunting When we're talking yeah. But I was like I know that this dude Has not rolled In so long <laughs> yeah. And like I just don't like that yeah. It's like the, It's like the same um, Principle of A guy who talks So much shit about uh, What's this called uh, Football Professional football <laughs> football when mm-hmm. they peaked in high school football uh, you know what i yeah, mean yeah, well, yeah. but uh, they're like 42 now but they're yeah. like you know back in my day <laughs> <laughs> like and so i've been noticing that uh, yeah. with some folks who are who are like um Talk about the glory days Over yeah. there Back when I was You know uh, Yeah white Reaver, Stop talking about your
1: glory days man. <laughs> He, he like, doesn't do it it's right? not
0: <laughs> I wasn't kidding. skirting around Because no.
1: he's here
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. <laughs> But I think uh, Overall though It's a good community Yeah Jiu-Jitsu is a dope community And it's like Whenever I do meet someone Oh you do jujitsu? Oh yeah. Me too da, da 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 And then you yeah.
1: keep on like Talking about shit Right Yeah I mean dude It's, it's crazy because like I haven't been In in the class in a while, but I still do open mats. But dude, I still watch like all the YouTube video. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, watch yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gordon Ryan, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nicky Ryan. And yeah, I watch all that. dude. And then there's this other dude who's been popping up on my feed a lot, and I love watching him roll. He's like big guy. He's one of Danaher's boys. Too. Oh, Nick Rodriguez. Yes, dude. Oh. That dude, dude is dude. freaking sick. Yeah, yeah. purple now. But yeah. Yeah, dude, that dude is so freaking <sighs> sick, man. And yeah. when he faced Cyborg,
0: yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, my and the, okay. I was just gonna bring this up. Because it tripped me out. Uh, Gordon Ryan was writing um, on a post about uh, Nick, right? I think it was just some IG comment. But basically, he was saying, like, Nick is still a blue belt. Yeah. Or like in terms of knowledge of jujitsu, yeah, and even another guy, cause he was talking about a guy that Nick faced in uh, Kasai. Kasai is that mm-hmm. the most recent? It one? wasn't
1: Luke Rockhold, right? It no, okay. but,
0: um, some other in this recent jujitsu match, mm-hmm. um, and who is a black belt. Mm-hmm. And Gordon Ryan was saying, ah, he's really a blue belt, like that. In terms to the black belt, to the black belt, okay, okay. like kind of you know talking shit, yeah, but giving his opinion that his jujitsu at least based on their rubric yeah. it, or his rubric yeah. is not a black belt it's like yeah. a blue belt right yeah and then i was thinking shit maybe i am just a blue belt bro <laughs> like what i'm th- like picking, <laughs> yeah. like like the because there's a wide range of skills now yeah especially when you get into like competitive jujitsu. oh yeah some motherfuckers know so much bro yeah. like that that's why I kind of don't like going to op- visiting Jim's gi because uh, I don't want to wear my purple belt yeah. <laughs> and have to be like a representative. Dude, it's, it's crazy. and It's also like a mind fuck.
1: Because so when I was going to um, 10th Planet, right, I was going against this uh, at the time, since you don't wear the, the, the belt, I was going against this purple belt and... For whatever reason, I felt like I was handling myself pretty well. And then once I found out that he was a purple belt and we rolled again, he was, like, just kicking my ass. So uh, I was like, I don't know if it's, it's like, a, a mental. So, I yeah. dude, I don't know. That's why I, the gym that I got my blue belt at, it was a place where we did mostly Gi. So that's why I'm trying to go to 10th Plan a little yeah, bit more yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. like the no-gi nogi. Come to
0: FTCC. Yeah. Sunday open mats. Okay. We have Sunday open mats. I've been trying to get more of the 10th Plan folks to go uh-huh. to the FTCC one, and I've been telling FTCC folks to, come. to go to the oh, nice. uh, Saturday one. So yeah. it's like a Saturday open mat, Sunday open mat, mm. and you can rest yeah. <laughs> a little bit, do some classes yeah. during the is week. There, is the
1: parking yeah. get better? Does the parking get better for? FTCC?
0: Uh, on Sundays they're fine. Mm. It's fine because oh. there's no you can street park anywhere. Like that, okay. and then don't uh, tell Walgreens by sometimes parking. Yeah, in the Walgreens. I, I remember <laughs> a parking for there. the for the open mat for an hour is okay-ish. Okay, uh, but uh, for a nighttime, oh, I yeah. wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing
1: you that. know, I'm also curious since you're in FTCC. There was a there's a new gym that opened in Millbury that's like right next. Well, I don't know where it's at, but it's- uh, Fight Culture. Fight Culture. Okay, because my wife's parents live there, live near, uh, lives in Millbrae. So, I always Uh, want to check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you been Yeah, Fight Culture. That was-
0: Where's Lo- it located at? Because it didn't say, it didn't show it's on It's like in this kind of industrial area, okay. like right by the freeway. I forget um, specific street or whatever, but it's kind of like in these rows of like industrial office looking stuff. Okay. Um, and then they have their gym inside. Okay. Uh, actually, really good parking <laughs> there. But yeah, so yeah. that's what I was going to say. <laughs> really like good it's parking no break there. So yeah, it was launched by uh, Richie and Kyle, uh, okay. Black Belt uh, from FTC. PC. PC. Okay, um, and then yeah, they just launched it recently and they're going consistent. They have a bunch of excuse me, uh, classes already, more okay. Thai things like that. Nice, yeah. Nice. I don't know if they have an open mat, okay. that's uh, that's the only thing.
1: Yeah, I might right. want to just check out classes because I want to get like a
0: membership, hopefully. Oh, nearby, yeah, more, nearby, more n- nearby or work. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're dude do- oh, they're maybe solid. not near work, just near home. Oh yeah, Cause yeah, yeah. you're near Milbrae Yes Now I'm Bray. near Milbrae Well oh. I still
1: live in Daly City But like I'm always at my Wife's parents house uh. Yeah Just for like Catching up and dinner
0: did, But did y'all Y'all officially moved into Your house Yeah here? in Daly City In the Daly City yeah, uh. yeah I can't leave Daly City man Yeah How's it been Transitioning to living With a wife
1: it's good, dude. I mean, like, she, she slept over a lot of times anyway. So, so it's, it's kind of like it. Yeah, it's kind of the same. But now she's officially, like, there. It's good. I like it.
0: Yeah, we were talking, to about our friend who just recently got married. Yeah. But they've been together for, like, 12 years. And we're like, D-
2: dude, nothing's going to change. Gonna change. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> you know, <basically>. Crazy, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, they live
2: together, basically, too. Yeah,
3: like. they <laughs> together. Everything. Uh, so I
0: think, I think the only thing that changes is, the like, Jewelry. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: I, don't even, I don't even wear my ring. Oh, really?
0: Yeah, cause oh, I'm a minimalist. I don't like to
1: like have anything <laughs> yeah. <Come> on, dude. <laughs> uh, you know, I get uh, get that tattooed. Yeah, I huh? might get tattooed. Oh, yeah, get okay, tattooed. Tattooed? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it'll be my first tattoo. I just haven't picked out the design and just uh, I mean, I have time to go. Does she
0: wear her ring? Does yeah, she like she it? yeah, oh. dude. She better, man. I Paid a lot of money for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you do that whole
0: three month? It was it supposed to be like three month of your of your salary? Three month salary? No. I didn't do that. Oh. No, I just whatever she liked. Yeah,
1: uh,
2: yeah. Pay off her yeah. school you know, and yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> oh, yeah. you helped pay off the school. Yeah, yeah. That's
1: I dumb. mean, because I'm a person that doesn't like to have debt. Yep. Yep. So whatever, like, I don't. I try to minimize like my monthly expenses. So if we had to take out a loan or if we had to pay monthly for that, it was just something that I you was like. interested in. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, I helped pay it off, but it's
0: all good. And the interest. Yeah Interest is gonna kill
1: Yeah so like A lot of people Don't realize Like say if you Like say if you had a loan Of a hundred thousand dollars And interest was like Five percent You're essentially Paying more than What the Initial loan is Like so why would you Pay more for What you're Wanting to borrow It just Mm. doesn't Doesn't make sense So Mm, that's mm. why You just pay it
0: off I wonder Even if We have Financial education Right Uh This is on some Conspiracy shit is, is there always going to be a certain subset, right, of people who, even if it's there, will not learn because, of course, the companies need to profit? Yeah. And there's gonna be A certain amount of people Who will still buy into Their business model Oh yeah right sure. Of paying the minimum a month yeah. Right Of paying Oh my god bro When I think of credit cards oh, Credit man. card debt And how people be Really be paying yeah. Just the minimum Yeah like
1: that Dude that does not make sense to me Like my Like I hate to put my wife on blast But she was doing that Before <laughs> she met me I'm like Why would you pay a minimum On your credit card and like it's, what's funny is that she has the money to pay, to it, pay off, it off yes. but she does minimum like mm-hmm. it's just it's crazy
0: and that shit is like 20%. Yeah. Like that shit is mainly of like how yeah. much that just gets added yeah. every month. Imagine and like buying
1: a shoe for $100. You think you're just buying it for $100, but then in re- reality, you're paying $120. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Even
0: more because
2: you're, yeah. not, you're over paying minimum overall. <laughs> three, yeah. three months.
3: Yeah.
0: Dude,
1: it's
3: kind oh. of a trip. Yeah. And then when
0: you could just pay it off, yeah. right? The money is paying off there. Like, I don't know. It's weird. And yeah. I, and. It's almost predatory on some level that Mm -hmm. the banks, right, uh, target certain demographics to take Mm -hmm. out more loans, right, and that's that's their business model. Mm -hmm. But I think it's good that we have folks who are trying to educate themselves, their families, and others, (coughs) right, because. It sucks when yeah. you see like, at least for me, when I see my homies even struggling, yeah, uh, and their families specifically. I'm like, oh my god, tita, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I was like no, yeah. no, no, tita, don't buy yeah. that, yeah. right? Or like, especially on the home loans, things like that. I think that's yeah. what I've been noticing more.
1: Yeah, right? yeah. I think we just need like someone, or like if they could have someone in the family to like teach them all like financial literacy. I think that's what's Super important and That's uh. what I'm trying to teach Like my younger cousins Like my cousin who, Who's a wrestler El Camino He's 17 But right when he's 18 I'm going to teach him Everything about investing mm, um, mm. He doesn't have any credit cards So when he does Open a credit card I'm going to teach him Everything
0: I know mm, mm, Yeah mm. Do you What well, uh, What tell me a little bit about your minimal investing like yeah. when, uh, your approach to stocks and investing yeah. things like yeah, that yeah, oh, bring
2: it down Tesla. a little bit yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what's up <laughs> talk about some Tesla stocks oh right Tesla now. stocks <laughs> no, no no Tesla stocks yeah, yeah. like tripled recently <laughs> yeah well right?
1: no it just crashed it today. just crashed today yeah. Yeah. It crashed today oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to so what
0: what is it It's
1: uh, when it opened it was like 680 when oh. it opened god dang yeah and what? it was at 900 yesterday yeah so the way that approach finance or uh, investing is like, I try to do like a minimalist approach of what it's called uh, dollar cost averaging. Hmm. And basically what that is, is every month, regardless of what the price of the stock is, you just purchase. So the way that I set it up, I currently use Robin hood and with Robinhood, I deposit about $300 every single month. And with the $300, I purchase like my my favorite stocks, and I buy the stocks regardless of what price it is. Even if it's high, if it's low, it doesn't matter because year over year, it's going to average out. But hopefully, with an uptrend, so, are you
0: choosing individual stocks? Or are you doing ETFs? Or so I do I do, I do
1: I do all all sorts of because I think the best way to to invest is to be diversified. So um, I do ETF, mutual fund stocks, but for individual stocks. I choose like a set amount of stocks and these stocks are just companies that I really enjoy using or stocks that I really believe in. Like in my Robinhood account, I only have, I only choose three different stocks, which is, uh, currently have Disney, Roku and Facebook.
0: Roku. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I uh, love Roku, dude. I uh. love Roku. And like every, if you go to my house, every room has a Roku box. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
0: What what's so nice about the Roku?
1: It's it's the I I feel like it's the best. It has the best interface for connecting to like the um to streaming platforms. So Really? Yeah, like oh. Netflix, it Hulu, all these things. It has the best visual UI compared to anything else, compared to LG, Samsung, Apple TV, I feel like it's the best.
0: Oh, so you're really using it just as a hub to connect to the other exactly. streaming things. Yeah,
1: but I also have a TV that's uh, the software is is Roku. My my guess is that a big company, a big TV company, is going to purchase Roku.
3: Mm. Yeah, but
1: uh, for example, I started investing into Roku in 2016. At that time, the stock was about twenty two dollars right now it's hovering around like one thirty.
0: Damn yeah times five. Yeah, Yeah. but
1: you know, through through throughout that time, like those four years, I've seen it dip really low, I've seen it go really, really high. But regardless, I purchased the stock every single month, Mm. regardless of the Mm. price.
0: What was your experience and current stance on cryptocurrency?
1: Oh yeah, so I think uh, <laughs> Kevin's like laughing. Right, tell but, us the um, story? So I got into cryptocurrency like right before the boom happened. So uh,
0: of twenty of uh, twenty, I, uh, I think uh, the, seventeen. Th- yeah, right, yeah. So boom. I
1: I purchased Bitcoin twenty sixteen, late twenty fifteen, and um, uh, like whoever if someone like says that they're like an investment guru, they're like full of shit. Like I got like really lucky even with stocks i just got really lucky because my dad taught me everything mm-hmm. so when someone says like oh like you should invest in this you should invest in that because of x y and z like don't like don't believe them there all of this is i want to say gambling but with a trajectory of going upwards but with cryptocurrency i have a Kevin and I, we have a mutual friend, uh, Joe Buttram. He was really into the cryptocurrency space. And in late 2015, he told me to invest into Bitcoin. Um, At the time, I didn't really know what Bitcoin was, but I looked at the technology and I felt like since I was an engineer, I feel like it really has a lot of potential. And I put about maybe like $1,000 or $5,000 in. And the following year, I like quadrupled my money. And uh, through that, I was able to invest in other things. Um, I'm still in the cryptocurrency space. But um, yeah, like I wouldn't say like, oh, crypto, cri- crypto is the future or anything, because I just at that point, I was just really, really lucky.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So in terms of a perspective on the actual usage of it, mm-hmm. you don't think Bitcoin is a future?
1: No, I'm, I'm not saying that. I think bitcoin has potential but for me to say bitcoin price is going to go up like buy now that's not something i'm going to say i i feel like the technology is there the it has potential but it's like it's it's up to you if you really want to invest in same with stocks like i'm not going to tell you invest in xyz stocks what i'm going to tell you is start investing now regardless Mm, mm. of what stock I tell you to, to
0: pick. Mm. Uh, and the good part is that you knew how to pull out your earnings. T- kind uh, of. so w- When you were uh, on the peak of the cryptocurrency. Yeah, well,
1: so I see another thing. I got really lucky there too, mm. because the only reason why I pulled out was to purchase a house in, in Vegas. Mm. So the rule of thumb with investing is if you sell, you better put it to another investment. You better not use that to purchase a liability like buying a new car or buying toys or buying, like, say, a new camera. Unless, again, cameras could be an investment yeah. if, if it makes you money. But the reason why I, I sold a, some of the cryptocurrency was to purchase the house in Vegas.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so you bought that in 2017, 2018? Uh, no, I bought that 2016.
3: Oh. 2016.
1: So, got into crypto 2015, sold a little bit in 2016 to purchase the house. 2017 was the, like the major boom. Took a little bit out, but not, not so much. And I still have money in
0: cryptocurrency mm.
3: right
0: now. Damn, that's good. That's better yeah. than my ass fucking <laughs> making like times 10 uh-huh. on some fucking ICX and being like, it's going to go higher. <laughs> it goes
3: and down. then just holding
0: on to that. I'd have, I'd have maybe on just one thing, like three G's. And Damn. then uh, I was like, I'm going to fucking pay off the house
1: with this. <laughs> yeah. I think that's yeah. I think once, so like I have this theory or it's not really theory. I read it in a fucking book, but like if, when you start getting those ideas of like, Oh, I'm going to get rich yeah. or I'm going to pay something That's, the time to you pull, pull out. out. Yep. You gotta pull out. Yep. Yeah, yep.
0: yeah, yeah. Yep, Greedy. Yeah, because yep. so,
1: so like with the whole Tesla thing, right? Mm-hmm. People yesterday when the price was $900, they are like, oh, shit, it's about to go up to $1,000. i am about to be rich off of this Tesla stock. But look what happened. Yep, today, yeah, it fucking yep. dropped.
0: I was listening to uh, the Robinhood Snack podcast,
1: actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and then they were talking right about this uh, Tesla uh, thing and mm-hmm. how also the analysis is it was a short squeeze mm-hmm. where it was only going even higher than the initial jump because those who shorted it are... Cost averaging down mm. Their uh, Their losses By purchasing More oh. right now Right And and that's That second jump Was because of All those uh, Short sellers Who are um, Minimizing their loss Yep Right And then And it made me think I was like Yeah that makes sense But that's also something that your people who are casuals are not taught, yeah. right? To analyze things in in that way, to know the whole market, how things are being played. So there, again, we have another example of. Uh, a lack of knowledge Mm -hmm. contributing to loss
3: yeah right
0: and this this is like kind of a game of of numbers but no you're in a better position once you know more of the rules and analysis of the game yeah for sure
1: and I think like like the worst thing to do is be greedy in this game right yes so that's why what I like to do the dollar uh, cost averaging just like Regardless of prices, you know, put money into the stock and sell it when you really need it. Like, yeah. I'm not looking to make a quick profit. Like, I'm not going to purchase Tesla right now to make a quick profit that I could sell next week or whatever. If I were to purchase Tesla right now, it's for the long run.
0: Yeah. Uh. Uh. Is that your main? Uh, so the avenues that you said you've say you've shared the like house rental properties things <laughs> like that, and then stocks. Yep. Is that your main? Like yeah, when so, you look at investing and things like that.
1: Uh, oh, so yeah. For investing, I mean, I, I do. Yeah. Stocks is one. Cryptocurrency is one. My uh, real estate is one. I also have uh, ETFs mm. is one. I also invest in gold. Gold, silver, uh, because when the dollar depreciates, gold and silver tends to appreciate. Mm. So, uh, for safe keep, keeping, I also purchase gold and silver. Yeah. Do you have mentors that you? No, I mean uh, my my dad. When it comes to investing, if I if I'm if I'm gonna like purchase investment, he's the person I talk to. Mm. Um, but I read a lot of books. Um, the I Will Teach You To Be Rich Is one of my favorite books uh, Robert Kiyosaki Rich Dad Poor Dad Is one of my favorite books And podcast I love listening to podcasts Oh he has a podcast? Um, no no So Ramit uh, Sethi Who's the uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he's that the I author I Will Teach You To Be yeah, Rich he, Is he, that yellow book right? Yes What's the yellow, yellow book, book yeah. He's in multiple podcasts mm. I don't have a favorite Like financial podcast But he's featured In a multiple podcasts What are
0: some of them? Shout out What do you listen to?
1: Uh, Mad Money Is Bad one money. one podcast Um Uh, Dave Ramsey Is another podcast I listen to Those are like The two main ones But like Every day, I'm always listening to Joe Rogan. He's yeah. my favorite podcaster of all time. Yep, yeah. I yeah. Think they're the same. I think that's yeah. the OG. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. like
0: the king right now. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how much money he makes. Oh, yeah, I oh, I've heard
1: it's th- thirty mil a year. It actually, oh, I really? just re- yeah. I just there was something. a release.
0: Yeah. Oh, because um, he was talking. I think one time where like one uh, advertising uh, spot. On his show, like on an episode, this is even way back. I don't know if it's it's probably higher now. It was like fifty Gs for like one one little audio spot, right? That's are you you pulling that here? A little
3: less. (laughs)
0: The gear is sick the the This area is sick This is more Recently has been A passion project Financed by myself So but Where uh, The goal is to extend it And to make A little bit more Income on this okay. I'm actually visit Going to a podcast conference I think I said it to you I um, think so yeah, yeah, yeah There's a podcasting conference Happening in LA next week mm. So there I'm gonna Hopefully meet more of Industry See what's going on Uh, learn uh, more of the monetization ad placement things like that I think the hard part for me is that a lot of this is just on Me right now, yeah, right. So, I'll doing all the editing, the interviewing, mm-hmm. the uh, scheduling, mm-hmm. the cuts, marketing. You have to yeah. do everything yourself, yeah. right? Yeah. Like networking, yeah, it's the networking, and even the marketing is a whole nother le- like I, a field. Like, I need someone mm-hmm. to do it, yeah. like, uh, and because you have to do all the write ups, the cuts, the yeah. video cuts, the even if you do an Instagram ad, whatever, yeah, and it's all and it it's all like a learning process for me uh it's a cool process but it's also not the most financially stable mm-hmm. thing right now so that's why i am on a job hunt too but mm-hmm. ideally find ways to monetize this yeah. a little bit more so that it's not um it's sustainable yeah. right and i'm always on that philosophical back and forth on things like this where of course i did this without uh, when i first started i was not planning on making many money or anything yeah. I just like doing it
3: yeah and like I
0: get to chat with people yeah. tell stories find jokes and then it's usually with people that I fucking want to learn from right yeah. um, and like uh, kind of put up on, on the network just for other people to learn from mm-hmm. too uh, so only recently have been like, all right, this also can be a source of income. Yeah. Um, and hopefully it is so I can sustain yeah. it more. Yeah. Right. Because shit, medical insurance. Oh my God. I was <laughs> yeah. looking for an individual just pay on your own. Yeah. Kaiser's like 350 a yeah, month. It's expensive. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. And then even like dental, like an okay one is like 40 bucks a month, like adds up. I was yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah. And even if I've got medical, I'm like, I don't know how much this covers.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, I need
0: jiu jitsu. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. And it was when when I re- did not have insurance is when I felt started feeling everything.
3: was <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> "Yo, is my yeah, me and You should see me bug out. Like yeah. I still got like this bump on my arm. I've had for six months. <laughs> <laughs> then I got my arm fucked up by an <laughs> <Like>, arm bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it's crazy. Do you have medical right now? Uh, I have a uh, covered California. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's like, uh, Discount, discounted, pretty much, yeah, but so like paying. that's just in case. Like I'm not taking advantage of it right now because, yeah. yeah, I'm just hoping you know get a job, then yeah. figure it out. So. We gotta get you at LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, get me in There <laughs> I, I goes you,
3: man. <laughs> hey, I got you. Hey,
2: that's what. Uh, I don't know if you saw that. Art? Oh no, the job posting I sent. No, in I the I group see. chat. Oh, oh, it was um based like on uh, reaching out to, um. What, what was the t- term reach? for it no reach? it wasn't reach but uh basically ta- un- underrepresented uh talent oh yeah. and being a person who reaches out to yeah, them yeah and I thought I something- think you said, but you said I think it was um closed already yeah it, w- it was closed but like um it well after I looked at um that post like it led to a bunch of other of other companies uh. yeah so yeah hopefully actually
0: like there's actually a lot of Cool openings In like the Social impact sector Which I'm trying to do But within tech Companies Mm. A lot more Are doing that Like Lyft Just started Like the social good uh, Social impact um, Department Uh, It's not that big Uh, Facebook has a bigger one It's like Um of uh, change for good or something mm, like that. Okay. Yeah. They're LinkedIn do-
1: has LinkedIn for good. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah uh, so that's the th- team
1: that I'm uh, actually currently in. So I'll oh. definitely look at. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: And I appreciate it. Yeah. But it's cool when I see. Uh, uh, that's kind of a more recent thing. Because mm-hmm. before it was like this corporate social responsibility that was like the technical term in companies before, but now a lot of these companies are doing these social impact, uh, social good departments. Yeah. Um, Um, And it's cool to see that they're kind of trying to do a little bit more. Like uh, Salesforce has their whole salesforce.org, like that. Um, So yeah, because I've been looking at those, but also when I do my job hunting now, like a big factor is like, Medical
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Okay Benefits. cool cool Yeah yeah Let me apply. Fuck see, yeah uh, this, uh, that's super important <laughs> yeah. I applied
0: to some jobs I was like yeah This isn't exactly What I'm looking for <laughs> But they got medical oh, This yeah. is good I like this I even uh, started Looking at the jobs At Kaiser huh. I was like yeah It makes sense <laughs> but
3: just, it better. I applied to some that's at the
0: UCSF mm-hmm. um, the Their hospital nice. I was like things that kind of overlap yeah. If it was also marketing Or like uh, community outreach Things like that <laughs> And I'm like oh See Nanai had some good points <laughs> About going into a hospital Not bad nice. uh, But it's it's kind of a, a, a cool process For me to Um, kind of pursue because also I have a mixed feeling with school Mm -hmm. I've only gone back only after years of being away from school like Mm -hmm. uh, finding community college things like that so I'm not like the biggest fan but I've been able to like maximize the opportunity that's been available Uh, but even so even with that, though, like, I always have this mixed feeling of going into, like, corporate mm-hmm. or, like, where my heart is, if I can make money yeah, just doing this, this yeah. shit, yeah. right? This, if, if I can buy my own Medi-Cal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eventually, that's the goal, yeah. right? To sure. do, like, alternative forms of income and mm-hmm. passive income, but it's all, the, the trip is being the one learning how to do it mm-hmm. and there's no one in my family who who does, does anything yeah. alternative Yep. right yep. and so that's that's like the struggle to be the yeah. one like trying things out at the
2: same time alright oh, I gotta make income yeah. some other way yeah. too yeah. right yeah. so that's why I'm always like trying to ask Rich like yo when's that next video coming out cause yeah. I know sometimes you know it it's it's like the running challenge like it's a self responsibility mm-hmm. and reflection like Okay, what's my end goal? Like, yeah, do I want to yeah. do this the rest of my life, or do yeah. I want to, you know, achieve, you know, my dream job, or yeah, you know, whatever? I, I
1: like. mean, I gotta give props to Reber because he's the one that's been pushing me to build that content. And if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't make the seven dollars I made on YouTube. Oh. <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> Is it seven dollars a week? <laughs> well, a week? I so I just turned on monetization. Uh, last week oh. and I made $7 already <laughs> so, hey, no, that's so a no, big achievement Yeah, <laughs> dude, I I never thought I would like build like make money off of YouTube because I just felt like it was just so far away but then Reba was like hey just, p- just post your videos even though they fucking suck just post it mm, out mm. get some uh view times and so hopefully I'm just gonna keep yeah running. you
2: really didn't like that Robin Hood yeah. video back. yeah
1: I didn't like that Robin well, Hood video I was
2: just like yo dude you just gotta get it out like yeah, th- don't 'Cause you know, a lot of people are perfectionists, like mm-hmm. I'm that I'm like that too, and like you want everything to be perfect, but at the same time you're like, Okay, this should be enough and I should just, you know, I'm gonna get better. Like, mm. yeah, this isn't the end goal where yeah. I'm at, right? That Robin Gee. Hood video
1: he's talking about is a, I made a video about how I invest as a financial minimalist and it's using the Robin Hood app and sh- it shows the stuff that I invest in using Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's a trip When I saw my friend's uh, Robin Hood app When we were like Comparing and stuff I'm like Damn you got a hell of money in that
3: <laughs> so like, Damn It's not a lot at all She
0: had like 10 G's And plus uh-huh. I was like Damn and then she was like, "Hey, yeah, this is my extra money." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Damn,
3: this is extra money!" <laughs> you know, <laughs>
1: all you have to do is just put like if you if once you start getting paid, just every paycheck, just put a little money yep, yep. every single time because it would be it's gonna work for you rather it being in the savings account. And it's so crazy and cool
0: that they now have fractional stocks, yeah. yeah. so you don't have to purchase yeah. full. And I got to say, that's a throw over from crypto. Yeah. Like And, and yeah. it's actually a really good transition. Yeah. I really like that. No, for sure. Yeah. I like it too. Because I was not going to buy one whole <laughs> Tesla stock. <laughs> right. Right. Dude, especially right at 900 you would have got yeah. fucked. <laughs>
3: Apple's expensive yeah.
0: too. <laughs> now it's okay. Now, now that yeah. it's dropped, I think it's not a bad. But that's already still like twice that it was like a week ago. Right? Yeah, at I think
1: it, it was before the trend up, it was at like 400
0: Oh damn! Yeah, that's crazy. And you know, there's hella, there's there's people out there with hell of money on yeah, that, right? Sure. It's. I think that's been a trip for me to because um, I I've I've been exposed to stocks. My what's funny is my Lola in the Philippines does the Philippine stocks like oh, every shit, day. She does it old there. school like <laughs> yeah, calls her broker? She watches like the the on the newspaper. Oh shit! They'll that? Yeah, they'll print out the. The prices on the newspaper And she's been doing that For a long Damn. time Right But the, the the sad part is that We were never taught <laughs> Like And I was even telling my Talking to my dad I was like Huh uh, Like he's a businessman In the Philippines yeah. But I was like You never really talked to us About finances And things like that And then And then he was just like Oh You never asked I was like <laughs> up. It up. <laughs> 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 just, just, Why did and i think there was a part also like my dad just wanted to provide yeah and just like didn't want to bother us with anything just as long as you're happy yeah right i was like oh that's sweet but i wish i knew more shit earlier right and so now it's like oh what's going on what's going on Mm -hmm. right and i'm trying to learn a lot more there um but when i was talking about um stocks right i never really got into it until crypto yeah. until like learning I was like oh what's the? how do you trade What's the thi- yeah. exchanges things like that and then that it was actually the reverse of from crypto to stocks yeah right yeah. and, yeah. and that's, that's what I learned yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah more so uh, with stocks and Robinhood mm-hmm. right and you know what's crazy is that Robinhood was the first to do the zero commission yeah. and now everyone yeah, has Fidelity's it Fidelity J.P. J.P. Yeah. JP Morgan JP Morgan just did the whole like alright no more broker fee like that yeah. it's crazy just yeah. To see the Something change yeah, Right yeah. Like from the, uh, Something that's so established Yeah And nors and Hell people making Hella of money off yeah. <laughs> Brokerage fees yeah. I wonder what Some of the people Were like What the fuck Yeah dude <laughs> when, when I first had Fidelity Every
1: trade was $6 uh, Yeah So that's why Like when I purchased It would have to be At the end of the month Cause I couldn't uh, just Like purchase every single day Or like yeah. Twice, mm-hmm. twice do, a like, month Like at least sizable Yeah sizable yeah. So every time It would have to be Like at the end of the month
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So where do you see uh, Yourself going In these next few years uh, Starting to come to the end Yeah right? Shoot uh, Let's see
1: What uh, One of my goals is Before I have a kid I do kind of What's the term that you mentioned Like ret- you, When you retire young Fire
0: Oh fire, fire yeah. Uh, yeah. Financial Finan- Independence Retire early Yeah, 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 yeah
1: So yeah. I definitely uh, First Since I joined a new team at LinkedIn I want to see this project go live the project that we're building is called underconnected youth and it helps connect underconnected youth with compassionate mm-hmm. connectors So, or compassionate be- connectors
0: Can you, compassionate
1: you- connectors are people who want to help these underconnected youth uh, with jobs so for example myself I work at LinkedIn if there's somebody who's a little um, like say underprivileged mm-hmm. I'm the compassionate connector who's helping that person get a job through LinkedIn So So is is the platform you're building An internal uh, LinkedIn platform? No, we actually announced it I want to say About a couple weeks ago Um, We're building it right now So uh, keep on the lookout for that It's going to be really awesome Um, So what I want to do is definitely build this out first um, See how this goes Um, Since I'm kind of like The only underconnected youth Who's on this platform Who's building this I kind of want to like shepherd it And kind of hopefully have it like my baby and I want to see it yeah, come to yeah, live. Yeah. So um, I want to do that. And then hopefully by that time, cause this is going to be somewhat a long process. I would love to, you know, if I do have a, if I do bring a child into this earth, I want to make sure that I'm there for, for him or her. So hopefully I could live off my investment and like retire early. Um, the, the whole reason why I am doing all this investments and all, all these things is so I don't have to worry about it in the future when I have a family. So um, the, those are kind of like my sh- my goals. And uh, I always told myself, I think this is like when I was 22, I'm hoping to retire before the age of 35.
2: Ooh. Uh, and
1: I think it's it's doable. It's doable, you yeah,
2: seven years, seven years, yeah,, yeah. but then also mm-hmm. when you have a kid, man, your money is like
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah that's true, but then so the way that's that I,
1: I the way that I'm thinking about it is I make a certain amount um, of money every month. Mm. if I could get rental properties that could provide me that every month, yeah I'll be okay. I just need to li- I need to get the same amount of paychecks I get every month, and I think yeah. I could do that through rental properties, yeah.
2: That's where it's at. Yeah. Graham where it's it's at. Huh? Next Graham Stefan. Next Graham Stefan. How do you you
1: just have a property manager in Vegas? <laughs> yeah, for? I have a property manager in Vegas. Uh, yeah, so I pay him ten percent of what the mortgage of is. the
0: mor- mortgage mortgage. Yeah. Oh. yeah, and then he ta- he collects the uh, rent ma- and.
1: Uh. Well, no, no. The rent is just it's uh sent to like my bank account, uh. and then uh, before actually before it gets to my bank account, he takes the the ten percent
0: oh uh, okay and then he handles any property yeah so like, like say repair s- issue yep. if anything like
1: breaks i never get called he gets called or if something happens with the tenants they call him not how do me. you find this property manager he's actually um a family friend oh yeah he's also okay. a realtor so out it, there yeah so he uh, has like a whole company that that does this Mm. Yeah. Are you eyeing more? Oh yeah. yeah in the yeah. same
0: location,
1: same, I think same location because uh, my f- I have a lot of family in Vegas, and I feel like it's probably one of the more booming uh, cities. The Raiders are going to be there. Uh, house is very very cheap. It's close to California. Uh, Vegas is there. All the UFC fights are there. Yeah yeah yeah. Boxing. Yeah. So I mean, I don't think there's going to be a, a shortage of people who need like houses. Or whatever over there so i think it's uh one of the more booming cities
0: what's the trip is there was this map of the us uh per state what is the language that's spoken the most other than english and spanish and nevada was tagalog
3: really oh yeah yeah yeah. it's a big filipino Uh, Filipino.
0: because also majority a lot of them are like the Service industry folks, yeah, in Vegas, yeah, like the in the hospital, yeah. not hospital, but the the hotels, yeah, things like that, yeah. right? My aunt, uh,
1: yeah, she's a maid over there.
0: Yeah, so I think it's uh, Nevada. Hawaii is also a Filipino, and I think uh, Maine. Actually, There's like a weird really? one. Maine? Yeah, there's one weird one in the upper East Coast. I was like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's Maine or Rhode Island or something. One of those. Yeah. I was like, what the heck? Whoa, I don't know. All the Filipinos are out here. <laughs> <laughs> to do a traveling tour. That's what I want to do too. Yeah. I think that's a next you you might see a project with this podcast uh. as a traveling podcast to visit the different Filipino communities Ooh, in different sick. areas, right? Cuz I I found out there's one in like Spain there's like yeah there's like a sizable Filipino community in Spain the heart of the colonizers I was Mm. like whoa what the (laughs) fuck (laughs) and then they're there they have like a Filipino grocery store Mm. things like that and I only found that out because uh, somebody from there submitted to the Filipino magazine at uh, Berkeley that I was working at with Mm. and then I was like what the fuck is this so I think there's little pockets it was like small daily cities Uh. All, of, all over the world There's only one Daily City There's only
2: though, one yeah. Daily yeah. City yeah.
0: You know there that was A book uh, Written about The Filipinos In Daily City Oh really Called Pinoy Capital Yeah Well, well actually That yeah. sounds a little familiar. Yeah it's this Yellow book um, I, We read it uh, In school And oh. then It's all about Daily City okay. This guy named uh, I think something Vergara Benito Vergara or Something Wrote it About just the History of how We all ended up Here um, The nurses or The overflow From sf things like that um but hopefully it doesn't change that much man no we're gonna keep it we're gonna keep it the same keep filipino keep on educating folks that's why we need that financial education i think oh yeah so that more people kind of develop their capacity to stay here Mm -hmm. right all right uh question that i actually like asking uh for folks that come on um what are three pieces of advice That you would give to your younger self? Oh, my your, younger
1: self yeah. Alright, number one um, Do more investing, invest more uh, Number two, health is a big thing So keep Stay healthy, don't quit jiu-jitsu Like uh. all the times that I've done um, And another thing <laughs> don't is quit um, Let's see uh, Another advice I would give to myself uh, I think stay kind. I think being kind is one of the most useful thing. I think being kind is something that even helped me get my job at LinkedIn. I was mm. just a friendly person, and I was had a friendly demeanor with the
0: people who are interviewing me.
1: Uh, just stay kind.
0: Mm. Yeah. So invest more. Don't, don't quit jiu-jitsu <laughs> yeah. And stay kind Yeah
2: uh, mm-hmm.
0: What do you You consider yourself kind? Do you like um, Do you
1: assess? Shoot I don't know Am I nice? Yeah I he's a nice guy know. He's really
2: approachable He's <laughs> friendly
1: uh, you know. I, I would like to think But uh, I mean There are times where I could be an asshole Especially to my wife And I'm sorry uh, but, uh, Say again yeah. Say again I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry man I'm sorry <laughs> no, I think generally I, I think What I I feel like everyone here on earth is given a purpose and I think my purpose is to help like educate. Uh. And um uh, I think I just found that out right now cuz being self-centered it won't it doesn't it doesn't p- provide happiness and um that that's something that I was kind of searching during my like downfall of depression as You know, I wasn't. I wasn't helping anybody. The only person I was helping was myself. And I think to give help to others is something that brings you happiness. Mm. And also read that in a book from the Dalai Lama, Mm. the uh, Art of Happiness. Mm. So being compassionate and uh, giving help to others is what ultimately gives you
0: happiness. That's true. That's true. I actually feel healthier when I'm doing more community work,
3: Mm. and like my
0: mind is clearer. Like even if it's not like like my goals and other aspects of my life kind of become clearer yes like when i am in service being able to volunteer more in mm-hmm. these other aspects it kind of works more synergistically yeah uh and then even if my professional goals are not necessarily tied directly yeah. right it's like informed and those uh pro like um those career goals even Get yeah. clearer Yeah And then when I'm not Doing that other shit And I'm just focusing Money money And yeah. on my career I kind of get like This weird yeah. Like lost Kind mm-hmm. of like I'm like Oh yeah. what's, Is this Like really worth it like Yeah
1: that. And I, you know I could attest to that Because um, And sorry if I'm like Going over time No no no, no No
0: no There's no so, time limit So
1: there was one time Where I went to Reno With my cousins And uh, I was playing roulette And I won like Five thousand dollars What And it went that $5, what did 000, you bet on? Uh, I bet on a number. Oh, I think shit. number twenty-seven because twenty-seven is my birthday, and I won five thousand dollars. But I only kept five hundred dollars, and I gave the rest to my family members. It was like a oh. big family group, and I felt happier when I gave that money away rather than winning the money. Oh. And it, what's crazy is that the one of uh, one of my cousins that I gave the money to, he was one of my groomsmen, and he did a speech on my on my uh, wedding and he brought up that story and it's one of those things where you don't really think about that moment um, for a while and he thinks about that moment all the time mm. so like those kind of moments live on forever rather mm. than like say if I kept that $5,000 I probably wouldn't even think about that like if I didn't Like if I, if it just didn't come up, right. If I didn't give it away. So, um, like helping others, I think is what ultimately brings me happiness. And I think would bring happiness to other people.
2: Mm, Yeah. mm, That was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I felt the same when I used to tutor at city college. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you noticed this, but I like sharing like a lot of things. Like if I ever learn something or I'm like, oh, this would be really cool or, more about like people learning more about themselves and growing because when I was at City and tutoring like um, I really like Cause so at City, damn I'm going to bring this up in my interview
3: <laughs> 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 but uh, hey
2: this is good practice for my interview. Let's go. <laughs> this is good practice so um, well I mean also like as you brought up earlier in high school like I felt like at I won't drop the name Mm -hmm. of the high school, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) I felt like we were never um, like, I don't know, like something to pursue after high school. Mm. Like, I don't know if that's how- Like given a goal or something? Yeah, Yeah. like nobody, like, you know, there were some people who went to college and stuff. Um, Most people went to Skyline or ended up like working normal jobs. And, but it wasn't like- hey, um, there's different career choices in the world. Like, here's a lot of options, you know, that you can choose. It's not just like, oh, become a doctor or, you know, a teacher or something. So that's what I feel like LinkedIn has a lot of opportunity to do because it's all about, you know, um, networking and opening up opportunities. And so I feel like if the school system integrated something or like, you know, had something to do with LinkedIn, um, that would be, like, a really good opportunity for, you know, people who went to high schools who weren't as prestigious. Because, like, I know people from just Millbrae, and, like, when I hear what they learn and, like, their whole curriculum, like, it's crazy how mm-hmm. that's also a public school,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: it's only 15 minutes away from here, but they're learning, like, all this, like, other shit that yeah. I never, like thought of or you know opportunities and Mm -hmm. um yeah so like from mentoring that's what i really got out of it It was like spreading knowledge and helping people succeed and you know whatever they want to do
0: it is that idea of the educational or knowledge capital right Mm -hmm. like when you're given you're exposed to like things that even when we're talking about investing or financial literacy or you were just saying like the mentality of setting goals or having something after high school like yeah, there are some high schools that are not like exposing yeah. kids to that. Yeah. Like and they're very underfunded and yeah. that maybe you'll have pockets of kids who are like or who are striving for something more but yeah. then they might not have access to year up, mm-hmm. right? Or or Boys and Girls Club or these uh, like opportunities to like push past the status quo. That's there, and it's and it's it's a trip for me when you bring that up about the high school because I went from a. A closed campus Low income high school In LA Where like They would check the cars Driving out during lunch Like Because oh, only the upperclassmen Could leave mm-hmm. Right And it was closed Right Then I go to Palo Alto High Right across Stanford Oh yeah And there's like An open campus People come in Second, third period Because they don't have like First round Like yeah. what the fuck is this
3: <laughs> yeah. then,
0: They're all walking out During lunch And like Going across the street You can, you can go out I was is like and just <laughs> and it was a public school. Yeah, that's when I
2: realized I was like, "Whoa, there are disparities yeah. of yeah. like public school." It, you're getting this, especially in Berkeley, because you know you're exposed to so many people coming from different schools. Yeah, yeah. You're like, "Wow!" Like, you know, I I don't want to sound like you know, and <laughs> there's a lot of people that had worse situations than me, but it made me really. Feel like shit like I actually applied to this uh one like mentoring program I got in but uh I just you've heard me say this before I don't like being like the poster boy of like certain organizations just because I was brought up in circum -circum circumstances um I like to be an inspiration but I don't want to be like the poster Mm -hmm. child Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. I feel it though I think this uh, I
0: realized it also when I was helping interview folks for the student org I was part of in uh, Berkeley and we are were- Um, interviewing the next year right Mm -hmm. the people who would be taking the positions and I realized man there would some would there would be such a big disparity between some folks who are very well spoken and they might have come from better educational background and they're like uh, very clear and succinct about them answering questions and then there was another one who's same year right just but from a lower income more rural area and they were struggling just with the same basic Interview questions Mm -hmm. and like almost I would have to kind of guide and like be supportive in there and it's just just the awareness of not knowing what to do in certain situations right maybe because they're the the first generation in college even Mm -hmm. right and it's this it's a disparity they're both Filipino and they're (laughs) but one from like more of a higher income background and area another one from like rural Mm -hmm. like rural California. Oh oh yeah, it's still there, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right.
2: So funny story is uh like uh I won't say where, but I got like an internship offer, office, the the <laughs> offer at this one place. So I went in to interview, and you know, the basic, like, oh, so tell me about yourself. And like the dumbass I was, I was like, Oh yeah, you know, um, I'm on the boxing team. <laughs>
3: uh-huh.
2: And I was just like, ah, oh,
3: Fuck. <laughs> like, I don't know how to
2: answer this. What do you want me to say? Yeah. But it was, it was a big, you know, learning curve. Uh, Cause uh, you know, like uh. you were saying, like some people learn how to like speak a certain way and some people learn how to like, you know, talk about certain things, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to jobs. So yeah. yeah. It's almost like a, a You're speaking in code sometimes yeah. <laughs> When you're
0: in uh, Certain job interviews If you drop A certain phrase mm. And uh, sh- It shows That you understand Certain norms mm. Things like that And it's kind of crazy Because I was reading um, A little study On Highly competitive Law firms And there are some That really talk about Just word choice uh, How certain Word Frames uh, Phrases kind of are indicative of kind of like the inner club and like that, how that's all affected their hiring process and who gets hired and all that stuff. But yeah, man, that's why I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any damn, uh, <laughs> any uh, podcasting uh, s- skull and bone organizations? <laughs> 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 let me get in on that. Well, what's it called? Joe Rogan? <laughs> let do it. Uh, uh, so, thank you for coming on. Do no, you have any shout outs? Any uh-
2: shout
1: outs? Uh, shout out to you. Thank you, Queer Chris, for having me on. We've got to have you on my podcast. So, I do have a podcast myself. It's called Being Rich. Uh, you could type in Being Rich or Rich Busto, so I'll be the first person to show up. Um, Instagram At Rich Bustos Twitter Richb B R-I-I-C-H-B And then I have a blog
0: Called richbustos.com yeah. And again Thank you No problem Shout out to the podcast Because I bought the matcha From Minimalist Is it min- Minimal Matcha Oh yeah I bought the matcha It's good <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I don't dude, have my whole setup yet About With the whisk So oh, mine is God. a little clumpy No but when High I quality I do that. though Yeah it's good I ended up yeah. liking it When I was kind of Transitioning off coffee like a week or two uh-huh. ago, I was like doing a match. I was like, oh, "Okay, this helps with the caffeine yeah. withdrawal." Uh, but yeah. I'm back on, ca- on coffee. Though today. <laughs> you know, I love coffee. <laughs> I
3: have
0: oh, to. Oh, I have to shout out Ballast Coffee in West Portal, Filipino-owned, and they import beans from the Philippines, Ooh. which uh, Baraco beans, where it's a specific um, style of bean, mm-hmm. high more caffeine mm-hmm. in it. Uh, good cold brew from over there. Uh, so hopefully, y'all can sponsor me let's do it Kev
2: uh, you want to give your um, handles or anything yeah uh, so Instagram at Kevin Reber K-E-V-I-N R-E-B as in boy (laughs) Um, E-R anybody out there looking for a front end engineer you know hit me
3: Uh,
2: (laughs) cool thanks
0: for coming on thanks for being guests thank
2: you thank you